Hello, lovely people. Welcome to episode four of Distinct and Jovial. Uh, it is the 24th of September, uh, 2021. Uh, it is again, it's, oh, it's bang on 10 o'clock at night. Uh, so we're not doing a morning podcast, so Jerry doesn't have his Barry White voice. But um, I am joined again, as I mentioned, by my lovely co-host, Jerry. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm good, thank you, Dom. How are you? We, we, we have to be careful because the giggles may have already started <laughs> before we even yeah. started. Um, we, yeah, and just as the final disclaimer for this podcast... Maybe definitely required for this one. Um, all of the views that we express on this podcast are our own and are not representative of the company that we work for, um, which I think is probably a safe bet. It is a very safe bet. <laughs> These are just our views. So I want everybody to just hold on to this fact as we go through today's podcast, this month's podcast, which could be divisive people are either going to it's going to be a marmite podcast i think it could be a bit of a marmite podcast i'm I'm really looking forward to it because it we have a bit of a podcast special um where we're we've changed not changed the format but we've changed what we're what we're doing in terms of um like about and we'll go into a bit more depth into that. it's a little bit of like a top trumps of the world shall we call it <laughs> that's the one if you like top trumps Everyone should know what Top Trumps is. Anyway, shouldn't they? I don't think we need to explain that. Oh, I'm, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, which what's the best? But in terms of, like, I have speed 10 and this card has speed 8, you know, yeah. for example. And normally on superhero characters or, you know, yeah, Lord of the Rings characters. Cars, yeah, that's a good Lord one. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Yeah, that's normally a good one. Uh, right, let's let's crack onto it. Let's let's just dive straight into it. We'll go onto food of the month. So we'll start a little bit normal, <laughs> and we'll go down the craziness route later on. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, so we'll have the same sections as normal. Uh, we're going to go food, poignant questions, uh, conspiracy theory, a little bit on improving our health, uh, and and going forward from there. I don't think we want to go down an introduction tangent. Although, did you want to have a little bit of a mention from the last podcast? Or, or or a rant or something. So I just wanted to start off with a rant, if that's okay. No podcast is really complete without my monthly rant. No. So my rant is this. Um, some viewers will remember uh, Tomorrow's World. Some viewers will know what I'm talking about. Some some won't. So for the for the uh, viewers, viewers, listeners. listeners uh, for the listeners who um, who don't know what Tomorrow's World is, Tomorrow's World um, used to be presented by Maggie Philbin, and she and this program went on for years. It was on BBC. Um, it ran from I think the sixties, wasn't it? Yeah, sixty-seven to two thousand and three, and there was yeah. a, a thousand four hundred episodes. That's the one. And I, as a child, used to watch that and loved it. And it was incredible. So during the eighties, they would talk about the future. What what would the future hold? What would it be like? You know, in terms of technological advances, and um, and I just had a thought. And I was just picturing myself, you know, as a as a twelve year old in nineteen eighty four, uh, watching Tomorrow's World. And if they had a time machine and they said to somebody, "Why why don't you just go to?" 
the year 2021 and see what it's like because you know the rate that we're advancing as a civilization um you know we should we should see flying cars and we'll have robots performing surgery and um there'll be no disease after traffic uh, i got caught in and on the way up from the gym back i can't wait to have flying cars <laughs> there you go in the year 20 if, if that was the 80s you'd think ah oh, the year 2021 that'll solve all my problems <laughs> and um you know we'll be enlightened as a civilization you know there'll be no more homophobia racism bigotry sexism you know all of that will be gone we'll be just at a next level of civilization so you can imagine you know in 1984 and they they teleport somebody to 2021 and then teleport them back and they'll say they'll be very excited and be like oh what was it like tell us must be amazing and then all they'll say is uh yeah there's no bog roll in the supermarkets <laughs> there's no petrol there's no <laughs> petrol everyone's having a bum fight over petrol did there's you no did gas. you leave the house today i did did you try did you drive past any supermarkets or any I, place that i drove budget? past the petrol station and saw the queues getting in which just really it made was my mad. blood pressure spike it's ridiculous I, I, point out for you know because this will go out next week um on the first of the october um today will seem to be the just the day where everybody seemed to panic by and i i've just have this vision now of somebody in a Lou roll game of thrones-esque throne with their feet propped up on 20 cans of uh, jerry cherry cans of fuel um, and that's just what I, I imagine some of those people are, are particularly like. Yeah, welcome to 2021. Honestly, if you, if you showed, if you took film footage of all of this nonsense and this chaos that's going on around us, and you were to, to just show in film footage, show somebody back in the 80s, this is what the year 2021 would be like, they wouldn't believe you. They'd think, yeah, you've gone to an alternate universe. Hmm. That's hmm. not that's not the 2021 of the earth that we're on it's absolutely ridiculous and from 1984 to now you still can't get a burger before 10 o'clock 11 o'clock in the morning from 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 a particular fast food establishment hashtag just saying hashtag i don't like their breakfasts (laughs) Hashtag, we live in a world of choice. Give me the choice. <laughs> anyway, sorry, rant over. <laughs> Maybe Moving we should on. just have a section in this, like each week, just for Jerry's rant. Jerry's rant. <laughs> month. It's Jerry's rant of the month. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as good as your uh, radio yovel. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't greet. Well, I, I do. I, do, I try not to greet everybody with the radio oval thing. Um, it's normally the good morning Vietnam, but I'm not in obviously Vietnam. No, you're not. Funny enough, massive, massive tangent. But I'd like to quite point out this pod. It. This podcast is going to be quite distinct, and I think there's going to be quite a bit of joviality, even if that's just between myself and Jerry. I think so. <laughs> right. Brace yourself for the most bizarre podcast episode i think it, it's it is going to be hilarious i can't wait i i really approve by the way of your of your distinction i think it's it's quite it's poignant it's it's what we wanted to do as well as 
putting that distinction and joviality into the world it's also about recognizing that not everything's great all the time um and and if we can just do you know we can do our very small part just to make somebody laugh made somebody's life a little bit better and point out absolutely dom and point out the stupidity of life as it is now so that we can hopefully encourage people to do something to change it yeah we're living in a mad world this is ridiculous definitely right food of the month then (laughs) before we get too deep yes (laughs) i can feel it i can feel it um this week uh this month's i keep saying week this month's food of the month what is our go-to nando's order hit me chicken (laughs) chicken and chips i go for that every time i love it do you not I, know exactly your, your exact Nando's order? Like, I don't, and I haven't been to Nando's for quite a long time, but I do love Nando's. But I just go for the hot peri-peri with okay. chips and uh, sweet corn. Oh, uh, okay. Is that right? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Are you? Do you get the same thing every time? Or are you, because because of the way Nando's is, you're like, oh, I'll have this chicken and then I'll have this chicken. But it's always hot peri-peri. Yeah, exactly that. I mix it up. So it's uh-huh. nice. So the sauce gives you the option to you kind of think, oh, I'll try something different. Yeah, I just want to kill the flavour with really uh, hot peri peri and burn my tongue. <laughs> See, I'm at the stage I don't even need to look at the menu. It's halloumi. St- cool. Yeah, I know halloumi sticks and dips, sunset burger um, on the lime and chili one, uh, broccoli and garlic bread. Why is it sunset and not sunrise? Oh. I don't know. Okay, Are you going to? I was expecting you to enlighten me. <laughs> no, I, I have no answers. I just have questions. <laughs> How can you tell it's a sunset mm. and not sunrise? Yeah. You've got no frame of reference mm. in terms of time. <laughs> in terms of time, I only ever. Yeah. Can you get Nando's in the morning? Probably before eleven a.m. <laughs> Probably. At least you know where you stand with the Nando's. Yeah. You don't walk into a Nando's and find all of a sudden you've got a completely different menu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And you go, what What the hell is this? So you look at your watch and go, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Between 6 and 10 a.m., it's this menu. Between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m., it's this menu. Between 12 p.m. and 1.45 p.m., it's this menu. Between twelve forty five I don't know and three seventeen and thirty seconds it's this menu. So you just don't know where you stand. But Nando's safe, reliable. Oh, every time. It's a comfort blanket. I like Nando's. I can see that. I, I like Nando's as well. I did make I made a mistake though. I ordered Nando's uh a couple of couple of weeks ago and um on the, when you when you order it for takeaway or delivery, sorry, I should say, uh, you have the option of like chips or large chips, and like large chips was like three times as more expensive. But I was like, I'm I'm hungry. I could eat a scabby dog here, people. <laughs> Just to coin the phrase, so I went sod it. Oh, let's go for large chips, and it, like genuinely, it, it's probably a sharing bowl for four. <laughs> it was oh, like Lord. it was massive. But right, and here is where and here is where everybody that knows me that listens to this podcast is gonna go, Yep, that's exactly you. I was like, 
Well, it can't defeat me. <laughs> so I ate the whole thing. You took the challenge. Yeah. And then I went on their website and, and I, you know, I tracked my calories. I looked at how many calories it was. <laughs> it was nearly 2,000 just in the bowl of chips. Yeah, but Dom, you burn 2,000 calories an hour. It's you true. wake up in the morning and it's, I don't know, you live a life, the way you live your life, it's like a, it's like a martial arts flick. <laughs> you wake up in the morning. This, by the way, this is going to segue neatly into the next section, isn't it? But, you know, you fight loads of people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can break. see. Yeah. I see the segue. See I'm, I'm going to ruin the segue completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you so fight we loads do- of people. We're doing this like these top trumps, and Jerry has tried to segue it amazingly, and he's done really well. I was just going to be way too early. I think <laughs> you peaked too soon. I have peaked too soon. So, like, we were like, okay, top trumps. So, this isn't like our preference. So it's like whether it's like a, a burger versus like a, a a chicken, but like, who, what would win in a fight? So we yeah, can start we with like, the objectively. Obvious. Yeah, yeah, like Ronald McDonald versus the Burger King. Burger Who would king. win? Yeah, he's hands down. King. He's got his own army. Oh, has he? He's a king. Well, he's well a king. yeah, I was gonna, that's like what I said. It's like, like the jester versus the king. It's going to be the king every time. Yeah. He's got um, his own bodyguards. He's... Yeah, Ronald <laughs> McDonald's a clown. Yeah. Before but, he even gets a chance to raise his big clown shoe to <laughs> kick... To kick the king. Do you shot. think... Do you think, though, that clowns have, like, some secret, like, society? So you've got, like, you know, on one hand, you've got, like, traditional, like, Ronald McDonald happy clown. And then on the other side, you've got, like, Cousin Evil It. clown. <laughs> cousin It. Isn't that what it's called? I don't know what it's called. Cousin from the oh, film, It? From the film It. From the film It, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know what the clown's called. I've never seen it. <laughs> they all float. <laughs> um, Does yeah, that evil. swing the balance in the other way? That is a good question. See, I these are so. the questions that you want yeah. to answer people. Like, what would win in a fight? Run away, don't Evil clown. Evil. Yeah. So, evil clown versus Burger King mm. with maybe just two of his bodyguards. I think that'd be quite evenly matched. Mm-hmm. That would be a proper death battle type thing. It would be. Fight. Yeah. I think it would also depend on the time of day. Because I think evil clowns are like more likely to be successful at like night <laughs> right um, but also I, agree. I don't know what I don't know what the Burger King menu is before 11 o'clock <laughs> so I don't know if you can get a Burger King <laughs> guess what folks it's a burger <laughs> clues in the title they don't mess around do they not they're not playing games oh man I had a Burger King for the first time uh, driving up to Newcastle <laughs> a couple of weeks ago and I was the burger was really nice, but the chips were just. Anyway, yeah, McDonald's chips are. I'll I'll give I'll give McDonald's this. Their their chips are the best. So you have to kind of go to a. a we've we've gone off tangent a little bit, but we have to go to you have to go to McDonald's for chips and Burger King for burgers. Who would have thought? <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. In fact, I think in in the. I've been to some services where you've got. You'll have like a KFC, mm. so you get your single tower burger, but okay. you say just hold the chips. I don't want your chips. <laughs> just and then you go and get off. your chips from yeah, 
keep your damn chips and then you go to McDonald's and get chips from there I've just got so this. KFC Zinger Tower Burger with McDonald's chips that's next level I, I'm really going to go off tangent have you ever listened to Tenacious D yes and he's got, they've got that like order the the one where he <laughs> where he's ordering those things and he's like I want take two of your nuggets and stick them <laughs> up your ass I want four chicken nuggets <laughs> Do you want special curly flies? Don't offer me anything. <laughs> I can't do a, I can't do a Jack Black impression, but one of my favourite comedians. He's right. excellent. <laughs> and and I've written down here like I've got like they don't use the Ronald McDonald as um as a mascot in McDonald's because of the evil. No, because of the evil clowns. So I think it was probably okay. 2017 where there was those like viral videos that came along where it was like. There'd be people in car parking spaces and there'd just be a clown. <laughs> like, come out of, like, <laughs> chasing them down the street. Because that's not scary. <laughs> I mean, it is when they're face-painted like it with a balloon and they're holding a, wielding a knife. <laughs> it's like... Mm-hmm. They don't even... They just... Just Ronald McDonald in his normal garb. Yeah. Would... Would make you poop your pants. <laughs> if he was yeah. to chase you. Right? That's freaky. I, I never understood how they managed to get clowns to be... A funny thing. Like, I've never seen them. They've always been terrifying. No, they are terrifying. Always have been, always will be. Yeah. (laughs) So Um, maybe our initial kind of Burger King versus Ronald McDonald. Maybe not quite so clear-cut. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think any of these are going to be that clear-cut. Can can I just say, before we go on to the next bit, Mm. um, so here's a fact. Um, It's true. So... When McDonald's first launched in Japan, hmm. um, and they did, they ran their advertising campaigns with Ronald McDonald. The whole advertising campaign, marketing campaign, completely tanked, and they couldn't figure out why. And in Japanese culture, white face can it can be a it's it's uh, a symbol of death. Oh, okay. Wow. And so. <laughs> So, so it's like, they were just it's presenting like, this clown just representing death for them. Yeah, if it'd be like the Western equivalent of that would be like the exorcist trying to sell you burgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Yeah, it's the exorcist. Say. It's a possessed woman. Her head's spinning and she's vomiting pea soup. Yeah, do you know what? I fancy a burger. Meredith? Meredith! <laughs> Grab your coat, we're getting a burger. <laughs> Get me coat. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I mean, we're here to provide facts, I suppose. I don't know where this is going, listeners. I really you're don't. welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're welcome, say. world. I mean, then you've got the alternate ones. You've got like Colonel Sanders versus Wendy. Do you know Colonel Sanders won the Battle of Poultry Ridge? <laughs> Colonel Sanders is going to win that. Wendy's yeah. a little girl with pigtails versus the colonel. <laughs> He's got a whole battalion. Ah, but is is Wendy going to be how to call it? Uh like a dark horse. Like un unassuming and and it's un, unexpected. Oh, it's just a little girl. No, just, no. okay. You no. <laughs> just think colonel's is going to be prepared for that. No, this is this is it'll be Colonel Sanders coming over Poultry Ridge. Be like shock and awe. 
<laughs> he'll have a, he'll soften up he'll soften up the enemy with artillery <laughs> and airstrikes and then he'll go marching in he's the colonel damn it <laughs> he's gonna win yeah and as I think your, your KFC was your favourite fast food restaurant it is <laughs> I did like how the other day when I messaged you saying I have no food was like your immediate response was go and get KFC. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Don't mess around. Get that KFC. Oh dear. But then we can go on to like let's go more left field. This <laughs> <laughs> is so left field it's almost out of the field. We've almost so, run out of field. Yeah. We've got a few written down. <clears throat> Battle of the fast food items. Like, when we talk about this, ketchup versus mayonnaise, like, blatantly, like, if you were going to do it on, like, a personal opinion, which do I prefer? It's going to be ketchup. But in a battle, which one would win? Oh, ketchup. So when you oh, make you special ketchup? sauce. Yeah, when you make special sauce, you only need the ratio of ketchup to mayonnaise. You only need a tiny bit of ketchup to turn it into special sauce. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what special it's sauce powerful. you're referring to. It's just pink sauce. <laughs> Everyone likes special sauce. You only need a little bit. The ratios, you know. See, you don't, I you don't need a lot of tomato sauce. To turn I've put down that sauce. mayo would win. Really? On yeah, because it's just pure evil. And anybody that likes mayonnaise and the sandwiches is just some kind of yeah, demigod. Point. And I think just you know, it. You know, you think what's made of tomato versus like, yeah. Um, so you're saying it's like the evil clown of the condiment world? Yeah, I do. I think mayonnaise okay. is the evil clown of the condiment world. So I think it's like a, it's gonna, yeah, it'll get you. And and and, <laughs> and it's it's so much more versatile. I mean, it's no less disgusting, but it it it, it can go into anything. You know, you you can't really put ketchup with just about anything. Whereas mayonnaise is kind of. The alternative to butter, I think, because of that versatility, it's got the experience. I like it, Dom. I'm sold. Mm. You've changed my mind. I didn't think I'd got one word for you. (laughs) I've got one word for you. Oh, no, don't do it. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mayonnaise has it. Yeah. Ding, ding. I think mayonnaise has it. Mayonnaise. Ding, ding, ding. You've put we've put burger and chicken fillet. Now, when we say burger, do you? I I've, I did write a question mark. Do you mean like a burger, as in like bread, burger, bread, or do you just mean like uh like the actual burger? Yeah, bread. Yeah, bread, burger, bread. Versus chicken fillet. Chicken yeah. fillet will win. Again, I th- I think we've got a disagreement. This could be great if we disagree on a lot of them because we could go into some nuances. We won't mention some of the other ones that we've got later on in terms of our top trumps. <laughs> Classic. Go on then, give me a theory on why a burger would win that. Well, because you can have a chicken burger. I haven't stated that. Chicken burger win. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for me, like, it's more you can because you can have a chicken burger, you can have a, you know, beef burger, you can have a lamb burger, you can have a. We've not specified burger here. Whereas you're you're talking about one poultry against multiple potentially shape shifting. I've gone really deep with some of these, even though it was completely ridiculous. It's the most fun I've had preparing for a podcast ever on some of the most ridiculous topics that we've ever picked. You've given this some serious thought. I, I mean, have. You, 
so you've gone down the versatility angle again and i and i like that so mm. so i think you've you've convinced me again yeah <laughs> i think uh yeah you're right but if that was just beef burger i agree with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i fair play ding ding <laughs> burger has it burger wins Oh man! And then I just put pizza wins over everything, but I don't know what you've. you've it you've doesn't got. though. There's only one thing that the pizza can't beat. What's that? A lamb doner kebab. That's the old rotisserie elephant leg that you get in the kebab shops. Mm. That beats everything. Go on. Brute strength. Well, it's just brute strength, isn't it? Yeah. It's just fat and muscle and the potency. It's just solid. It's potent. It's in your face. The only thing that doesn't give you a hangover cures a hangover prevents a hangover yeah it's like so uh, uh, the the doner kebab is like the jason momoa of the <laughs> fast food fast meat world isn't it it's just rough it's rugged it's you know oh, it's cool. just out there <laughs> <laughs> i suppose then if you also consider the stereotypes from where the you know the countries that come from is it you know turkey rough a little bit kind of hardcore and italians yeah maybe you've got me convinced on this one jerry okay maybe you have i mean in terms of what i'd prefer to eat it's gonna be pizza but in terms of like oh yeah i suppose on- again the donna kebab's probably got the versatility hasn't it but then so's the pizza yeah pizza has as well it is pretty neck and neck I think mm. overall, I think the pizza probably edges it because, I mean, you know, you can have stuffed crust, you, you can have, there are all sorts of other things you can put on pizzas which are completely wrong, by the way, <laughs> pineapple. which we won't go into again. Hashtag for the fourth pineapple podcast. for the fourth podcast. Hashtag <laughs> barbecue sauce. Instead, of, Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I, think I mean, the, in the condiments one, do you reckon the barbecue sauce would beat the ketchup and mayonnaise, or do you reckon it's just a complete outsider? No, mayonnaise. It's a complete Still outsider. Mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mayonnaise will just take it down. <laughs> we'll get it in the headlock. 15 seconds and just pass out. That'd be it. Mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. We should have got a bell for this one. We should have done. I mean, so this is kind of like derived what we're basing our poignant questions on. So we're doing a battle of poignant questions, and that's basically what the next probable hour and a half to two hours of this podcast is going to be. Um, we've got some, like, some more boring ones, I would say. We've got some ones, I mean, some of the stuff that Jerry was writing literally two minutes before the podcast, where I, I, had, to, I had to walk away because I was crying with laughter. I, I do have a box of tissues nearby just in case because I'm just worried about it. Um, so yeah, we we may we may comment on our favourites, but it's gonna be it's gonna be all about that versatility. All about yeah, we have to think of the different angles, and and I like the way you're thinking and approaching this already, Dom. <laughs> I'm a bit more black and white, but it's yeah. I put a lot of thought in. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it was Be- fun. because you've been so looking forward to this. I know you have. You've been yeah. loving it. I, I mean, to point out, I have been a little bit unwell the last week and a half, so this has been keeping me going. I've just been like, Ooh, what about this? Ooh, what about this? <laughs> I've had a bit more spare time. 
Right, we'll go on to the first one then. So, number one, Battle of the Biscuits. Oh, I'm going to have to st- stop saying it British. I have to b- Battle of the Biscuits. Make sure I pronounce it. Biscuits. Biscuits. Not cookies. I mean, the first one we've got written down, I think, is the classic. And it, I don't think it's as clear-cut, but it's a digestive <laughs> versus hobnob. I, I don't think it's quite as clear-cut. What do you think would win in a battle between those? I don't know. It's, that's neck and neck. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Because a hobnob is... It's stronger but more brittle. I don't know quite how to do it. Like it, it's whereas a digestive perhaps it has a little bit more um, flexibility in it. It's more malleable. That's the word. Yeah, it's more malleable. If that's the case, then if that's the case, you can have the hobnob trying to punch or kick the <laughs> digestive. The digestive can kind of like bend backwards, like Neo mm. in the Matrix. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just digestive it, then, isn't it? It's like, you know, if the hobnob managed to connect with the digestive... I know we're talking about biscuits punching each other, listeners. But if the hobnob actually managed to connect <laughs> with the digestive, the digestive would lose. But I think the digestive is, you know, flexible and speedy enough to avoid those. And it would I eventually agree. wear down the, yeah, the hobnob. Yeah. 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 T- does, does it... Do you think it changes if either are covered in chocolate? No. No, you think it just remains the same? Yeah. <laughs> That's a simple Definitely. Is this not one thing? A chocolate hobnob by the end of this. this. <laughs> oh, I fancied chocolate digestive, actually. Dark chocolate digestive. Oh, now he's talking. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay, the next one I I I genuinely have got written down like this is completely even. I've got a fact for you about these next two. <laughs> so custard cream versus a bourbon cream. I I can't. There's no difference to me. There isn't. There aren't. They're just the the two best biscuit biscuits. I think. Yeah. They uh, completely the level equal. Yeah. In every respect. Yeah. Yeah, and it's quite. I think it's a quite interesting. I've got written. It's quite a good metaphor in life. If that was the case, two different colours <laughs> equal. Yes, I like it. We say I no like to it. racism here. Absolutely. Well, I think we should leave it at that one. Should we say? Yeah, <laughs> that I, was do you know good. what? That was really nice. A nice poignant end to that battle. Yeah, who knew that we could make actual poignant points in doing a what would happen if two biscuits fought each other. I had no idea that was coming, but fair play to you. I'm actually quite impressed with myself. I I'm impressed. Dom, nice work. Uh, rich tea versus a nice biscuit. Uh, did you have to look up what a nice biscuit was? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's it's. I kind of chose them because they're si- they're similar in what I call like flimsy biscuits. <laughs> I really, they're really, they're you know, they're they're the. It, so we used to at, ho- at home have like a. a a bis- actual biscuit barrel where my mum would pour like but she'd you know you'd get a packet of like digestives and you pour them in and you get a packet of like hobnobs you pour them in you get a packet of rich cheese you pour them in and the always left at the bottom was always the rich cheese and the nice biscuits without oh, a shadow of a doubt I love rich cheese 
Larry, my dog, loves rich teas. He literally goes <laughs> mad for rich teas. Honestly, oh, really? he lo- yeah, he just loves them. He loves them. He, <laughs> is he allowed them. Yeah, he is allowed them. I I have to be careful because he's a bit porky. <laughs> that, that's bit... Your... <laughs> who's doing is that? <laughs> yeah, that's my fault. He is a bit chungus, so I've got to I've got to kind of break it. I've got to break the rich tea in half, and I I just have to give him half. The vet had a you know he kind of gave us a slap on the wrist when we <laughs> last took him there and said oh he's a beautiful dog but he's a bit chungus <laughs> La- larry for information listeners is 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 jerry's uh, golden retriever oh he's, he's so beautiful i love him he's so cute but he dribbles a lot if i'm eating rich tea he's there in front of me and he's literally just drooling on my leg <laughs> is he um, like a yeah. pavlov's dog <laughs> <laughs> no bell just rich teas just rich teas he loves them he loves them but here's here's something so a rich tea versus a nice biscuit having a fight in the rain oh and i think that's the test isn't it oh full final like uh matrix three scene where he's yes. uh, full like yeah or the, you know well pretty much the fight scene in, I would say, 80% of action movies. <laughs> yeah, it is about 80%. Up... Let's, be, let's be totally <laughs> yeah. honest. It's always in the rain. I don't know why they do Lethal it. Lethal Weapon. I don't know. That's a good film. So, Showdown uh, in the Rain. Yeah. Which one would win? I always I always thought, are, are Rich Tea the ones that get really soggy if you leave them in your cup of tea too long? Oh, yeah. You've got to time it to the nearest second. <laughs> you've got, you've got about anywhere between three and four seconds before <laughs> before you potentially lose half of your rich tea <laughs> and it sinks to the bottom like yeah like, and and nice biscuits are are pretty similar like you, you they they get uh, instantly uh, nice biscuits were always the ones that used to give babies and they always just it just seems to come away and it uh, like at the end of it ends up looking like baby food because they've just smushed it you can do the same with rich tea mm. as well. It's, just an- it's another even Stevens, really, isn't it? But I on the opposite is. end of the scales, other than on the opposite you know, end, yeah, not being and you know double layered, filled with cream, perfection. It's kind of where necessary and a dunk in your tea biscuit slash feed yeah. to your golden retriever. Yeah, exactly. And they would <laughs> they would be crap biscuits to to have to cast in a fight in an action movie in mm. the rain. Because yeah. that fight scene would only last anywhere between about three and four seconds. seconds. <laughs> right, that one lasted three point five seven seconds. That one three point six three. Close, but yeah. cut, cut the check. <laughs> oh dear! And then uh, Jammy Dodger Jaff- versus Jaffa Cake. And I know Jaffa Cake is not technically a biscuit, but it's kind of a three p.m. snack. That you'd have with a cup of tea. I prefer Jaffa cakes, so I'm, I'm rooting for a Jaffa cake. Do you think it would Even win? Even if it's the underdog, it's would so it is the underdog. I I don't know if it would. No, because I think the Jammy Dodgers kind of got that. Where the Jammy Dodgers got the edge, it's that super sticky, mm. really gooey flypaper type jam yeah. in the middle that yeah. literally nothing can pen I mean people wear you know they use Kevlar <laughs> Kevlar yeah. vests to stop bullets and what they haven't discovered is the jammy dodger jam 
<laughs> somebody said to me, take, take, slather yourself in jammy dodger jam. Do you want to do that or do you want to take this Kevlar vest? Quickly decide, they're coming. <laughs> they're going to shoot us and I'll say, give me the jam. Give me, <laughs> give me the jam because there's no way bullets are going through that. It is. Honestly. I know, it is. When you, when you think about it, it is the, the st- it's the stringiest jam. Yeah. You know, like that advert. Bullet. Yeah, easy. <laughs> String, stringiest jam. Listen to us. Stringiest jam. Does but that it even makes sound sense. right? But it's it true. Ma- you're but you right. You know what I mean? Like, and this I is, I'm sure you know what you mean. I'm going to get yeah. absolutely slated by all of, all my friends that listen to the podcast. I can I can hear it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What you want but you're that? right. Jam shouldn't be stringy, but it is. That's but my it is. point. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. It's like that, um, like cheese. You know, when you pull a cheese and it goes stringy. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, <laughs> pull it off, and if you pull it, get it from the pizza, and it kind of goes, or it does yeah. in in um, adverts. That's because they put PVA glue in. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if <laughs> does Jamie Dodger Jam contain PVA glue? It it's that consistency. <laughs> it's that consistency. It's one. It's one of those oddities, like um, Weetabix, dried Weetabix is the hardest substance known to man. I'm really glad you brought that up. Like, perfect segue. So, Macmillan did a tweet. I don't know if you saw this. They had, like, a a collection of, like... So, it's got, like, OG. You know, OG stands for Original Gamer, so I don't know why they've put OG. And Bourbons are in those ones, um, along with Shortbread and Chocolate Fingers. Uh, And then in First Class, you've got Fig Rolls... I love fig rolls. <laughs> really, people? Chocolate yeah, digestive yeah. party rings. Dad could consume party rings until, you know, cows come home. Uh, mandolins, which I don't know what they are. Right, And then and then in bottom of the barrel, I've deliberately skipped average Joe. Bottom of the barrel, they've got pink wafers, custard creams, ginger nuts, and jammy dodgers, which are, should all be OGs. They are incredible biscuits. <laughs> they are. P- pink wafers may be in first class. Um, but then in average Joe, they've got Rich tea, Jaffa cakes, uh, Garibalds, and Weetabix as a biscuit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. As a biscuit. (laughs) Since when has Weetabix been a biscuit? It's never been a biscuit. Yeah. Although, so, Macmillan replied, right? Because somebody's replied, like, Jammy Dodger's bottom of the barrel. Who hurt you? (laughs) I just think it's great. And uh, it's like, jammy dodgers are just jam and biscuit. What's so special about them? The jam is literally made of PVA glue. That's what's special is about them. Um, but also, somebody said, like, Weetabix being a biscuit. And it was like, well, if you read the box, it does say two biscuits. I'm pretty sure in some places it might say briskets, though. B-R-I-S-K-S. <laughs> instead of biscuits. <laughs> But based upon what you just... (laughs) I love how I'm overanalyzing this. And do not ask me why this... I'm just delirious with um, randomness. Uh, You Does going off, like biscuits going off, change anything in terms of some of those fight matchups? Because a definition of a biscuit is when it goes off, it goes soft. And a definition of a cake, when it goes off, it goes hard. Which means that the jam... The Jaffa cake may have an advantage if this was like held over several months. And also, you said that Weetabix was like the hardest thing known to man. Yeah. 
but only once it's been soaked in milk and then it's left to dry on the bowl yeah oh yeah uh yeah so that's yeah, nothing's getting rid of that but <laughs> in answer to your question about a, a jammy dodger and jaffa cake over time mm. doesn't change anything so ordinarily i'd agree uh-huh. that a jaffa cake would beat the the jammy dodger if it wasn't for that harder than kevlar <laughs> pva jam ballistic missile stopping jam in the middle and that doesn't deteriorate i'm so, convinced <laughs> yeah the jam even if the rest of the jammy dodger disintegrates that little jam ring in the middle will still take that that jaffa cake down <laughs> And and do we both agree that Weetabix are not a biscuit? Yeah, absolutely. Not a biscuit. Yeah. It's a cereal. It's a breakfast it's a cereal. cereal. Shreddies also do that, by the way, where you if you leave it in the bowl too long after you've eaten it, like the dregs, you might as well just throw it away because you could... Concrete is less hard than that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, battle... I've done again, battle of the animals. Oh, we started very simply, like bear versus tiger on this one. I'm curious to see what you think. It's even, I think. Oh, you think it's even? I, I think I it's th- even. I think the bear would have it. Okay. Because oh, well, I'm, 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 I've had a bit of a think. Like, you don't very often see domesticated bears, whereas a tiger's just a big cat. You do get domesticated bears. You do, you do. I don't, I'm not going to argue with that. But there's a lot remember of domesticated cats. True. But do you remember Gentle Ben? I don't, no. Oh, he was a domesticated bear. <laughs> oh, was he? Okay. He was. <laughs> Paddington. Yeah. Yeah. Are, I mean, are, are we going to boil this fight down then to something like... Is it going to be Tony the Tiger from Frosties versus Paddington Bear in a fight? And in that one, it's definitely going to be Tony the Tiger. Yes, it would be Tony the Tiger. Even or- if it was the, the tiger who came to tea. <laughs> came for tea. Came to tea. That tiger would win as well. Tigger from Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> yeah, Tigger would win. He'll bounce all over the place. He's got the speed. The wonderful things about Tigger... I think it's a wonderful thing. I can even do the yeah. lisp. <laughs> it's brilliant. That's a brilliant impression. <laughs> yeah, t- we, only, we know the only impression that I can do and I've not yet done on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Tiger. I think so based on the characters, it's Tiger. I can't think yeah. of any like other characters other than Paddington that might even give the, even it up. Yogi Bear? Yeah, he was kind, gentle. He's not mm. a fighter. Oh, even Winnie the Pooh is a bear. Capricorn. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. He loves honey. So gentle. Is <laughs> he a Capricorn? Yeah. Why, why, why do you know that fact? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a peace lover. I don't know that. I've just completely made that up. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Capricorn. We're all peace lovers. We're bears. We're big cuddly bears. We don't want to fight. Oh, man. Tiger's got it. Ding ding! There you go. <laughs> End of that round. Oh man! Uh, what have we got next? Uh, spider versus praying mantis. Spider. Oh, I think it depends on the sex, the gender. Be politically correct. Apologies. 
Aren't 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 female um praying mantises like vicious? They're the ones that after the you know <laughs> they've had their way with the males, they bite their heads off. Yeah, they kill them. Hmm. I think it would depend again, and then it depends on the spider and stuff. But I think I'm agreeing with you. I think the spider would would potentially win that one. But fair play though. Yeah. Because at least the male praying mantis will die happy. <laughs> Hashtag just saying. <laughs> I mean, what a way to go. Oh, if we all had to pick one way. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure about having my head ripped off. I wouldn't what? mind. It's a small price to pay. I'll tell your wife that. <laughs> go for it. She'll tear my head off. I'm surprised she didn't after the tea lights and... Flat back furniture. <laughs> Last time. Listen, don't get me started on tea lights. <laughs> we might have to do like we interrupt this program to mention about our new <laughs> yeah, product <laughs> that we discussed the other day. Bloody tea lights. <laughs> right, moving on quick. So we've got duck-sized horse versus a horse-sized duck. But I think the traditional question is: Would you rather fight ten duck-sized horses? Or one horse-sized duck? I would rather fight one horse-sized duck. And I'll tell you why. Right. Because if I win... If I win... That's loads of crispy duck pancakes right there. (laughs) You'd have to just get... Your hoisin sauce... Pancakes, (laughs) Pancakes, <laughs> your slivers of cucumber and spring onion. Oh, man. And what a way to celebrate your victory. <laughs> so so for me, it's your horse-sized duck. duck all the way. How weird, isn't it? <laughs> How weird. Because you've got to think of the reward. <laughs> that'll, what, that'll be what motivates you through that fight. Yeah. So any time through that fight where you think, oh, my God, I'm not going to make it. It pushes you through as you think, I just want some crispy duck pancakes at the end of this. Yeah. See, do you know what? I've got one problem. And uh, I'll, 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 your um, your co-host on the quiz will attest to this. I'm terrified of horses. Okay. Absolutely terrified of them. But a horse-sized duck? I don't know whether it's the size of the horse that puts me off. Or whether the fact that it is a horse. I don't know what it is about horses. They're just so... I find them really unpredictable. They are unpredictable. They're volatile. I'm very uneasy around horses. My wife, she's done horse riding all her life. And she's so cool with horses. She just just goes windmilling in there and... Yay! Hey, horses, hey! Whereas I'm standing back going, Get back, you maniac! (laughs) They're going to kick you! You're gonna get kicked in the head. I bet you. Uh, and I bet you nothing. Nothing has ever happened. She's just like, no. You oh just yeah, gotta she's know cool. It. Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed. If I got on a horse, first thing it'll do, it'll buck me off, and yeah. then it'll kick me in the head, and then it'll stamp on me repeatedly. Yeah, and I'll yeah. end up in hospital. That's my biggest for thing eight months. Me. Yeah, yeah. I I have a lot of friends who are big horse lovers, and they would absolutely love to you know they love to ride and, and do things like that and they're like Dom you should, it'll be fine you, should, you know we'll take care absolutely not no it won't be fine it, <laughs> it won't be fine won't you don't know fine. what's going through their mind yeah. you don't know what they're going to do next 
Yeah. You and don't know what mood like, they're in. They're always like, oh, yeah, but, you know, cars cars are more dangerous. Yes, but at least I'm in control of said car. It hasn't got a mind of its exactly. own yet. Yet. <laughs> hey, welcome to Johnny Cab. <laughs> I, don't know Johnny that, Cab. I don't know if that episode has come out yet on the YouTube channel at this time of speaking. Your, <laughs> the thumbnail for that one is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cap, just advertising our previous podcast where we discussed electric yeah, a cars. Plug there. I think it was. Yeah, yeah a little cars. plug there on electric cars. Yeah, <laughs> look at uh, us. <laughs> we're here all week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, and then your next one, like this one, I don't, I can't even see being a contest. Uh, you've put a number, but I ants just ants versus hyena. Who would 1. win? 1.1 million ants. Yeah, I mean, 1.1 million. That's a lot of ants. Yeah. Uh, they're, that's hands down the ants. <laughs> I think so. There's like, I reckon a thousand ants versus a hyena, and I still think the hyena would lose. Against a thousand ants? I'm yeah, sure. I really, I reckon. Really? Mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> if they're like the bullet ants, mm. there's bullet ants that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah a thousand bullet ants. Actually, I think it just 10 bullet ants versus a hyena yeah no, the ants you. probably have a fighting chance of winning definitely yeah no and I, I just think you know because uh, the other thing that they, they you know going back to our previous one about the changing in sizes of animals like if they made a, an ant the same size as a hyena oh yeah well the ant's gonna win that yeah because an ant can pick up something like 18 times its body weight so it would yeah. you know be quite happy to lift an elephant at that sort of stage you know? yeah just, I, you know what I would do? I would, if there was such a thing, I would house train an ant mm. that was the size of a hyena and get it to carry my shopping. Because <laughs> I hate that bit when you take the trolley, you put the trolley back and then you have to carry your shopping to your car. Or you have to carry shopping anywhere. <laughs> Why don't you, you know, roll you, the trolley you can't up be to your car? Or you, well, sometimes. But then, okay. Is it just when you've just got, an, you know, you want to put the trolley back in the place like right outside the store and you've just yeah, got exactly. a little bit too much for a basket but not quite enough for a, like a big trolley exactly so you're like that. yeah I can manage it and it's kind of like five bags which means that you're like you know and then you have to kind of yeah. do that awkward like penguin waddle to the car and then you have to waggle your foot around trying to open the boot that's the one but in the meantime you've got the plastic almost cutting through your fingers and you've yeah. got the muscle burn in your shoulders and your neck because mm. you're thinking oh crap I I uh, <laughs> I didn't plan this. I royally forked up here. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you need that ant. Because the ant would be like, it's all right, give me the shopping. It's fine. Mm. Well, it's just yeah. all you got. Yeah. You lift 18 times off body weight. What are you want about? <laughs> I could have taken four baskets worth. <laughs> I could have just taken the whole shop. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, your next one that we've got written down chicken versus duck bit back more bag box standard <laughs> chicken they're scrappy they're like the Conor McGregor of the poultry world I've they just like to get duck. into fights I've never known a duck to be aggressive they're, they're Capricorns as well they're peace lovers they don't <laughs> like fighting Your chickens are volatile I love the way that you use that when we're both Capricorns that's amazing <laughs> yeah we're peace lovers chicken yeah chicken would win hands down yeah yeah, it's just in the name. 
There isn't a duck in chick the film Chicken Man, is there, to even compare it? No. That's the closest I can get. I can't think of any Hands other down. Thing. Feet Hands. down, beak down, wing down. Yeah. Chicken would win. It's going to be that. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. It's game over. <laughs> number three. God, we're in on number three. Uh, <laughs> Battle, of the, Battle of the Celebrities. I'm going to crack that. Listeners, we, we've got we've got a hundred of these to get through. Joking. Yeah, we've got loads. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, Battle of the Celebrities. Mary <laughs> Berry <laughs> versus Delia Smith in a bare-knuckle boxing match in the middle of a field. Right, just so I know... In the rain. <laughs> it's always in the rain. We've established that. It's got to be in the rain. Like that Matrix style. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Gritty. It's got to be gritty. Just so I'm aware. So Mary Berry is the one that used to host um, Great British Break Off. Great British Break Off, yeah. I can't think where Delia Smith's from. She's from Norfolk, and she she uh, she's big into into football. What does she What does she host? She used to have her own cookery program, and she's written loads of recipe books. Mm. She's kind of I think she was, if I'm not mistaken, one of the first celebrity chefs. One of the first. Oh, so she's got experience then. Oh yeah. By the way. <laughs> I, am, I forgot thinking. to do my, my my battle speech before we went into this. <laughs> so whilst you're Googling whilst you're Googling Delia Smith, I'm just gonna read this. Go so on. imagine imagine we're about to go to this section, so wind this back about twenty minutes. <laughs> and behold <laughs> we enter into an arena of combat. An arena where adversaries will fight for honour. For one night only, and specifically for our craps and giggles. Let us take you on this epic journey, and we hope you enjoy the podcast ahead in the virtual coliseum of cyberspace. Let battle commence. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, man, Thank I'm you. so gutted we didn't get that in at the beginning. I know, I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to clip that. I'm going to clip that, though, out, and I'm just going to set it so it's on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna, I'm going to actually, I'll have that as my walking music for the next time I do. <laughs> I've only ever done one one tournament where I've had walking music, but <laughs> uh, what was okay. your walking music then? Uh, I walked into the Imperial March. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. I wanted I wanted that to be my wedding. So so as Chloe's walking up the aisle, I wanted. <laughs> Not here comes the bride, the Imperial March. The bride. I wanted the Imperial Ma- Imperial. <laughs> I March, think it's yeah. the bride's choice, though, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but I wanted to override that. I think well, you could have chosen what you walked out to. Um, Imperial March. <laughs> sinister going in, sinister going out. Just generally sinister. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah, oh, so apologies. I don't know. I'm already crying, that's my problem. <laughs> So I don't know between Mary Berry and Delia Smith. Well, I was... Because I didn't know who Delia Smith was off the top of my head. So I just did a little bit of Googling in the background while Jerry read his epic speech. Um, it's going to be quite even. There's a bit of it... There's yeah. probably a little bit more clout in Delia Smith. Um, I think so. And she's slightly younger. She is. Yeah. Um, and Delia Smith is a chef, whereas I think Mary Berry is a, is a baker. 
You're right. But then bakers, you know, they have uh, rolling pins and stuff, don't they? So mm. baking tray, rolling pin. So you use the baking tray as a shield, rolling pin, bosh, <laughs> crack around the temple, <laughs> game over. That's got nothing to do with bare knuckle boxing. Well, I was going to say, you've put it in bare... Yeah, yeah bare, bare knuckle, that's, that's kind of... I think Dealey would have it. Yeah, bare knuckle Dealey would have it. But if it was a, like, full-on no-holds-bar... No holds barred. You can choose your own utensils, <laughs> kitchen utensils. I think Mary Berry would have it. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's great. I think that's amazing. We didn't have many written down originally, but then you added like two, and I'm, I did, <laughs> and I just want to explain Go, why please I added those because I I did write in the chat before we started this. What the heck? <laughs> so I would love to see a fight between Piers Morgan. And one of those giants from Lord, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, I've got to keep it together. One of the those giants from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Just or the other it's... one. Oh, Pierce Morgan versus the Hulk. So remember when the Hulk was kind of. You know how he like grabs oh, yeah. the leg Beauty and he God. Just kind of smashes them. Yeah, that's it. I'd love to see that. It's no contest, but I just love to see it. You just want you just don't like Piers Morgan, I start. Yeah. You could you could swap Piers Morgan with um what was the guy um who kind of did the is the British version of Jerry Springer. What was his name? <laughs> you know who I mean. Oh, um, oh what's his name? Jeremy Kyle. No, Jeremy Kyle's I thought was a good one. I think it's Jeremy Springer is the one that's the bad one, no, isn't no, it? No, no, Jerry no, Jerry Springer's awesome. Jeremy Kyle. He's okay. the one that he's just yeah. Oh, yeah replace <laughs> Piers Morgan with Jeremy Kyle or interchange oh. them either way but I think I, I, I would pay good money for that so you're not even worried about you know you're not even worried about the winner or making it a fair oh, fight you just care. Don't... <laughs> no I couldn't care less I know exactly who's going to win I just want to see it happen <laughs> take him down a peg or two <clears throat> yeah I think we've got a few more uh, like celebrities coming along later on so we uh, yes <laughs> In some specific categories, um, yes. I think Jerry just wanted to get off his chest that he doesn't like Piers Morgan. So, yeah, I did. I feel better now. Thank you. Um, to make you feel welcome in this podcast, uh, I don't Thank think I'm either. I think he's an ass. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but we won't go too much into our po- political. <laughs> <laughs> political. No, no, this isn't about politics. This is just pure. I just keep sense. laughing at my like my letter E. So we have a google doc open listeners and you know we've got written down our 10 things and it's got some like notes under like a b c d etc so the first one it's got like mary berry versus delia smith in a bare knuckle boxing match and then i've just put ad hoc celebrities as well um and then literally about 10 minutes before i was logging on i was i had the doc open and i was reading through it and i could see jerry's in it typing and i just see piers morgan and then versus giant from lord of the rings and then it goes on to the new line piers morgan versus the hulk and then i've gone into the next line and i've just gone what the heck is this <laughs> winky face smiley face and there you know that was a very selfish i love it. addition to the list just because i i'm just holding on to that image <laughs> replace Tom Hiddleston with Piers Morgan being thrashed about the top of the Avengers Tower and as long as the Hulk doesn't refer to him as a god then I'm all good exactly number four uh, 
battle of the plants. <laughs> you've no idea, right? You don't. By the way, you've no idea how often I was I was in my head practicing that because I was like, I'm determined to mention the T's in battle, but I was also <laughs> making sure I didn't say planets. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny isn't it when you read a word that your your brain just your brain's like don't say planet don't say planet <laughs> yeah and because you're going really don't say this don't it. say that exactly. <laughs> it just wants to turn it to planet I want to say planet uh, I mean we could do planets but we've got plants too much about planets plants are better I mean I put cactus versus lily and the reason I put that one because cactuses, I thought, were the most deadly, but lilies are the ones that I'm most allergic to. So it's like uh, Beauty versus the Beast. I, that one, I still think the cactus will win. Mm. I've gone to garden centres before, and I I love cacti, mm. cacti and succulents. <laughs> but cacti are amazing, and I used to collect them when I was a kid. But when you go to look at different cacti and you think, oh, that's a nice one, you go to pick it up and you, you <laughs> accidentally, you misjudge your distance between your hand and the cactus next to the cactus that you're wanting to pick up. And when that thing, when that needle goes into you, <laughs> that bloody hurts. Then you kind of jump and then you knock all the cacti over and then you have to go and pick them up and then you keep pricking yourself on the things as you're trying to put them back onto the display. And it's, they're brutal. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't okay. disagree. I I only say I I wrote like because I put like a real like kind of Beauty and the Beast for these uh, plant ones as we also got the second one, but like the lily for me like the the problem I have with the lily is I'm so allergic to them. It's like if it's in a room, it's like get that out because I can't breathe. And I'm like you know if you've got a cactus that's an allergic to a lily, I don't know why they would. Well. Okay, but on that basis, then, you might as well have Dom versus Lily. <laughs> I'm losing. <clears throat> You're losing, you've lost. Give me the cactus any day. Yeah. And Whereas you, thing. you'd be like, give me the lily. Exactly. It's, it's, give me the yeah. lily. You have to think about these things. <clears throat> you do. A lot. You have to uh, really think. And I'm very shameful to admit that I thought about this too much. Uh, so have I, because we've had this list going for quite a while. <laughs> so cactus all the way, I think. Ding ding. There ding, you go. ding. It's the end of that. It's the end of that fight. Venus flytrap versus aloe vera. Aloe vera. Aloe vera. <laughs> That's um, an old advert. That is a very old advert. I can't. Yeah. I don't know what it's a. What was it an advert I don't for? Need that. I don't know. I was just thinking that. Aloe vera. Oh God. Anyway, it's going to be Venus flytrap, for goodness sake. What's the aloe vera going to do? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's... I yeah, think it's I put aloe place. vera. It's ridiculous. You put... You you were the one that put Venus flytrap, and I couldn't think of anything, so I put aloe vera. Yeah. What a numpty. I don't... That, uh, Venus flytrap wins that. Ding, ding. If you swapped them, well. If you swapped them, so you took the two beasts, and you took the two non... The, the, the two beauties, so to speak, aloe vera and lily. Which one round did you say it was then? Oh, I don't know. This is we're going into the realms of other ones that we're covering. You see, that's that's leading us neatly into some ones further down the list. I don't know. I think I think you'd have to kind of do a battle of the charms. Which one's yeah. got more charisma and charm? 
Oh. Yeah, now you're, now you're kind of talking, aren't right? you? Would, would the, the Lily be, for example, like the Grace Kelly of Plant <laughs> World? And Aloe Vera would be like the Carrie Grant? Oh, yeah. Of the Plant World? And then, uh, and then, per- yeah. Purcell was the advert. <laughs> Purcell, oh, okay. I think. Oh, it could be Kleenex. Oh, Aloe Vera's just got so many uses. Not fighting. Yeah, not fighting. I think aloe vera is going to probably come out of the bottom of that. Yeah. I think Lily's got some secret self-defense mechanisms, whereas aloe vera doesn't, because we just all steal oh. the actual aloe yeah, vera from it. And then between the Venus flytrap and the cactus. Cactus. I think cacti's got that. The, cac- the cacti's have got that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's good. Interesting. Yeah. I love this. I love this. It's so random. <laughs> I'm so like we said. Well, we should have put like a really big pretext that this podcast was going to be really distinct. Um, our special battle to the death type thing. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Number five, cartoon characters, and we haven't gone too adventurous as the ones that we've listed, and I think it's really poignant. I see what I've done there, uh, because. I like it. We've only put down like the Mister Men or Little Miss characters. Otherwise, we could we could go on forever. We could do. Do you want to set yeah. the the context of that, Dom? Because yeah, I didn't so know. did oh, I so, didn't know that. Um, it's interesting. Uh, uh, so I think it's the thirtieth of this month. So the day before this podcast comes out. So it would have been yesterday for for the listeners. Um, is the fiftieth five zero anniversary of. Uh, Mr. Men slash Little Miss which I did not know I did not know that that's a long time that's a very long time bearing in mind I read those as a child yeah and I'm I'm sure you know you probably did as well Jerry you know we're talking like some real uh, whatchamacallit like some real kind of longevity um, I suspect there's probably a little bit controversy with it, like Mr. Men and Little Miss. There's going to probably be some kind of, cr- rightly, rightly, some uh, non-binary versions somewhere that's going to have to creep in. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, wow. Um, uh, interesting. The reason I know that, so the inspiration for our podcast, uh, I've mentioned, or the inspiration for why I've taken some of the podcast elements um, comes from... A, a person who's part of the Sidemen group and they're doing a collab with the Mr. Men and well the Mr. Men Little Miss and them so there's the seven in their group so they've got like they've been releasing every day up until the 30th uh, like a version of them so uh, KSI you might you, you, is probably the most famous one did the YouTube boxing which again is quite poignant to our battle of you know Logan Paul versus JJ um and which you know you look at them because I, I, I don't know if did you see the the fight i'll explain i didn't know okay i'll explain them in a minute but yeah so they're doing a collab so that's why this is really thing um so picture this so logan paul is six foot three so similar height to me uh very you know so reasonably tall ex wrestler um so and when I say wrestling, not like WWE, but like the like proper sport that they that you do okay. do wrestling. So he's got experience kind of in the ring, and then you've got um, KSI or JJ, um, and he is five foot eleven, um, and his 
background and stuff is in like gaming out of those which would you have thought would have won obviously not jj yeah but yeah amazingly he did it was a draw the first time and uh, jj won the second time and you look at the height right. difference and and that and it just shows oh. the they, there's a really good kind of he did a really good documentary both of them did really good documentaries around it about like who wanted it more and I it's like look that up that's interesting yeah, it's really good like the youtube boxing scene is a bit random but there's some it's been some surprises and some people say it's good for boxing some people say it's bad for boxing um me personally yeah, it turns it into a bit of a spectacle doesn't it it's that's what a lot. Is a, it's an art it's a, mm. it's a sport it's an art it's I, and you know J, jj and logan paul they they took uh it really seriously so they they became professional so they have a professional record so to speak um and so you know the quality of their match was was quite high in like compared to amateur boxing um there has been a few others which have been like yeah that's a bit of a joke what are you doing <laughs> and ha- you know having having had experience of being in a ring myself it's not something to be sniffed at it hurts a lot actually but that's not <laughs> that's, a, that's a different yeah, I've sparred, i sparred once <laughs> in my life yeah never again yeah it's i have maximum respect for boxers yeah anyway back to the fun stuff <laughs> <laughs> Got a bit heavy. <laughs> well, in a good way. Yeah. In a good way. Uh so Mr. Tickle versus Mr. Strong. I think this is an easy one. The two most famous, <laughs> I think, Mr. Men characters. I think so. But if you you know, in boxing you talk about who's got the best reach. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Mr. Tickle. Uh, Mr. Strong's not gonna get anywhere near Mr. Tickle. Uh, Mr. Tickle not- will stand it's dependent on one thing entirely for me. <laughs> right. Is Mr. Strong ticklish? I don't think it matters. Well, I, I think if you, by the time Mr. Strong <laughs> kind of like slaps his gloves, he's thinking, right, bring it on. Mr. Tickle, won't even ha- he won't even have to move from his corner. He'll just reach out and smash Mr. Strong <laughs> I don't in the face. Mm. I don't think he'll be right hook. It's game over. <laughs> I mean, a right. Can but you imagine a right hook from Mister Tickle? But he's got spaghetti arms. I just don't think there'll be any power in it. You know, but think of the talk. It. I think. <laughs> think of the talk. Think of the talk. Think of the children, Mister Tickle. Think of the children, Dom. <laughs> Mister Tickle. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. Oh, You're going to hear know. it. I, I don't know. No, on, on my point about ding, being ticklish, I mean, like, <laughs> it started. Ding, ding, ding. On my point ding, of being ticklish, yeah. if you're ticklish and someone tickles you, you're instantly paralyzed. It's just, it's the most <laughs> awful feeling in the world. It is. And anybody, and I have some, uh, some friends and some exes that are very mean. Um, I had one that was she just wasn't ticklish she just like as soon as she tickled you you're like I can't I'm, I'm screwed um, but if he's not I don't think Mr. Tickle has the strength but I do appreciate the talk <laughs> and the reach and the reach and maybe and if it isn't a boxing match I think Mr. Tickle's got the the rap the rapping ability you know if it was like a 
right. full MMA and you could do like holds and takedowns. Yes. So you mm. could get, yeah, Mr. Tickle could get Mr. Strong in a headlock with mm. his arm wrapped around his head like four times. Like yeah, a yeah. And still be the yeah. other side of the ring so he's out of the harm's and way. Still be the- <laughs> exactly. See? Oh, I think it's you convinced over. me on that one. Yeah. That's def- I think that's a ding ding now, isn't it? Yeah, ding ding. <laughs> Mr. Tickle. And then we've got Little Miss Star versus Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, this is like no night clue. versus day. This is like night versus day, isn't it? Almost. This is like the personification of night versus day. In cartoon characters. So. In cartoon characters, yep. Is that I, a personification? I don't know. I have no idea. I oh. don't know. I would. Do you know what? If I'm going to go purely on my science brain. Bear with me on this one. It's going to be Little Miss Star. Because the sun, in theory, is just another star. But generally, the sun, I think, is probably one of the smaller stars that we know. Ooh. I like it. Okay, yeah. You've convinced me. Mm. That's the yeah. only way that I can, I, can, I can put that. I think. <laughs> yeah, you've convinced me. There's like there's no other way for it. I mean, are there any other characters that we'd consider that would be because like Mr. Tickle, I think is up there as like probably the most versatile fighter. Mr. Bounce. Uh, yeah. It depends on how much you can control it, though. It's almost like superpower type type thing now, isn't it? But you you couldn't body slam Mr. Bounce, could you? <laughs> <laughs> Doing. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like, like body slamming a basketball. <laughs> exactly. So how are you going to win that one? I still <laughs> think Mr. Tickle would win that, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of any other Mr. Men. No, I think I think Mr. The only Tickle's one I can think actually... of is Mr. Bump, but he's probably the bottom of the pile, I think. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I meant Mr. Bump. Was there, is there a Mr. There is Bounce? a Mr. Bounce. There is I... a Mr. Bounce. Is there? There is. Yeah, okay, I'm not making it, that up. Okay. He's a smaller okay. one. <laughs> yeah, he was the he was the small one. He's a small asteroid. There is a Mister Men wiki. I wonder how many Mister Men there are. A lot. Mister Men series. Mister T- Mister Tickles. The only one I know that's got a hat. Oh no, quite a lot of them have a hat. Sorry, correction. Uh, how many Mister Men are there? Oh man. Oh, maybe not as many as I thought. You got like Mr. Tall, Mr. Stubborn, Mr. Sneeze. Mr. Ooh. Sneeze always makes me laugh because he's got a giant red nose and he's built in like a like a cartoon like bang. In in this world of COVID, <laughs> Mr. Sneeze would probably win. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Rush. You wouldn't want to go near him, would you? No. Exactly. So no, he would be definitely the most contagious of the <laughs> of the Mister Men. Yeah. And then you've got like Mister Rush is probably the only one. Uh, Mister Metal. <laughs> that's not one I've heard before. What? That's made up, surely. Yeah, I think that's made up. Mister Adventure. There's loads of the ones I didn't know about. 
I hate to break you out of your Mr. Men spell. Yeah, sorry. I'm miles away. <laughs> She's probably constantly... I'm recording a podcast here, Dom. Uh, yeah. Back in the room. Back in the back room. In the room. Number six, then. Battle of the TV presenters. Uh, this is going to be... I mean, the first one here is probably the only... It was the one that I just cry with laughter every time I see it because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> so, listeners, we have written down Mr. Blobby versus Philip Schofield. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta say, Blobby, Blobby, Blobby. Oh dear, who would win? It's got to be Mr. Blobby. Terrifying. Blobby, Blobby, (laughs) Blobby every time. Absolutely Blobby. (laughs) I'm gonna call it. Do you want to call it? I know that Philip Schofield is a wily old fox, but he's a silver fox. But he won't be Mr. Blobby. Should I call it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna have to, on. aren't we? We're gonna have to. Yeah, we've got a lot of Philip Schofield in here. We do. Poor man's going through a lot of rounds. <laughs> he is. Gordon the Gopher. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was Philip Schofield's sidekick in the broom cupboard. Oh, <laughs> was he? Yeah. And and I think Gordon would win, because Gordon would. He'd be fast, and he would gnaw away at. at Philip Schofield he'd take like big chunks out of him <laughs> like a giant rat so I think Philip would lose that as well ding 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 yeah game over let's call oh, that one God. Philip Schofield doesn't stand much of a chance until we get to the next round Andy Peters versus Philip Schofield so Andy Peters took over from Philip Schofield in the broom cupboard Ah, so you're now talking like, you know, new and... Uh, yeah, new guard versus old guard. Yeah. And I think Andy Peters would have that. I think Andy Peters could take him. So you reckon Philip Schofield is losing three out of three? He's losing three out of three, no doubt about it. I'm, I I'm, mean... Unless you have any objections, I'm going to call that one as well. I mean, <laughs> I can't really see Philip Schofield being much of a fighter. Exactly. It's a bit like Piers Morgan versus the Hulk. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and Piers Morgan versus one of the giants from Lord of the Rings. I think I think we just have to call that. Just going to have to call that and accept that Philip Schofield is not a fighter. He's a lover, not a fighter. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know about lover, but he's definitely not a fighter. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that's ding, very ding. true. Ding, ding. There you go. This one I'd pay good money to see. I'd love to see this. Monty Don versus Alan Titchmarsh. Marsh. (laughs) I can't even pronounce his name. Titchmarsh. I don't know. Monty Monty Don is is another gardener, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Now, ordinarily, if if now if that was just bare knuckle. I'd say Monty Don would have it. However... Oh, you reckon? <laughs> you reckon? But they can choose two gardening implements each as weapons. And hmm. I think that would... You think that's swinging? That would even it up. Yeah, I Alan think that would Titch even Mars. it up. 
I think I think Alan Titchmarsh would have it because I think he's just a I think he's a dark horse he's more nimble yeah more nimble and then uh, and then the winner would have to fight Charlie Dimmock in the finals <laughs> and whoever wins that one whoever whoever gets to fight Charlie Dimmock well I feel sorry for them I think Charlie would oh that's, yes that's no she cut. would absolutely she would destroy them she would destroy all of them yeah she would literally tear them a new ass L- limb from limb <laughs> she <laughs> she yeah. would tear their heads off well she was on ground force with them <laughs> with them uh, Alan Titchmarsh wasn't she she was and luckily they didn't get into a fight if they did it would be game over yeah it would be it would be really game over and, and even if, if Alan Titchmarsh or, or Monty Don even if they had two weapons <laughs> and were to fight Char- I think Charlie Dimmock would still take him down yeah I think she'd win that yeah 100%, I think she 100%. Would. Oh, we haven't like because we've not done many kind of. I don't, I don't 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 know where I'm going with this point. I've just, <laughs> I've just got like this insane. like weird mashup of like Gardner's World, Ground Force, <laughs> and then um, WWE with the renouncer coming in and with the wheelbarrow. It is. <laughs> Let's get ready. (laughs) Let's get ready to rubble. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, that's bad. That's That's got to be the that's the worst pun I think I've heard today. (laughs) Oh Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'd like to point out, listeners, the reason why I'm not speaking as much in in that last one is because I was laughing so much at just Jerry's facial expressions, (laughs) trying to figure out. How do we do this? What have we let ourselves I in for? I don't know how. To, I don't know how we're going to do this one. Uh, th- this one. This next one. So the next one to <laughs> number seven: Battle of the Dinosaurs. <laughs> what? So yeah, I, I mean, there's there's a couple that you you know you can kind of think of like Stegosaurus versus ter- Pterodactyl, <laughs> different ages. Which one's going to win? Stegosaurus, I think, on that one. Uh, I don't know because pterodactyl can sweep from above. Yeah, just a sheer advantage. size of Stegosaurus. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Like I don't no, think people right. realised how big a Stegosaurus was. Like it's not big, it's bigger not... than a horse-sized duck. <laughs> that's for sure. Horse-sized duck versus a Stegosaurus is still Stegosaurus every time. Yeah, Stegosaurus. I think you're right. Yeah. What's going to beat the Stegosaurus, for goodness sake? Not, yeah, not much. Yeah. No, let's call that one. Yeah. It, it's the one after. I just I just <laughs> can't get over it. <laughs> Megalodon versus a T-Rex. If the T-Rex had armbands. <laughs> and not like, you know, captain's armbands. Like, you know, rubber inflatable <laughs> armbands. Just, Stop it, so, you've got <laughs> Oh man <laughs> T Rex with armbands 
At least you're giving the T-Rex a fighting chance. I still think Megalodon would win. I, d- but, uh, I don't know whether the armbands would hinder or help it. Right? I've just got this image now because a T-Rex has such tiny armbands of it just being stuck like with its arms like kind of jammed in the air as it sinks below the flipping surface. And then it's just little claws like waving around like this. And by like this, listeners, I mean I'm kind of... I, I'm doing a ridiculous pose, which is why Jerry is currently crying with laughter, where I have my arms in a T-Rex stance and I'm flapping them like fins. <laughs> I, I quite like my visual comedy as well as my... That's well excellent. As my... I wish people could see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the... Ooh, I well, I am right. recording I mean... a video as well, so <laughs> maybe on the outtakes I'll... Yeah. Apologies <clears> for that, <throat> listeners. I just dropped a, my... Uh... <laughs> My mat stuck to the bottom of my water bottle. <laughs> megalodon. But yes, Megalodon every time. <laughs> we'll, we'll armbands or no armbands. You're right, Megalodon. I think cool. I ding think ding. I remember watching like the size of the Megalodon. Like like a slight tangent, but like f- we always talk about like aliens and space being like super scary, but like under the sea is just as terrifying. Like, there's oh, yeah. some stuff in there that is just big. Yeah. And... You've got giant octopus. You've got giant squid. Yeah. You know, even modern day giant Release squid. Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> hey, look, if you're swimming in that and you suddenly look down, if you're snorkeling, you look down, you saw a giant squid coming towards you, you would poop yourself. <laughs> wouldn't you? I think that would be the least of my worries, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Well... How, what do you do? I would. I think I'll just faint through fear. Just accept my fate. Just accept my fate. I've turned. I've been turned into fish food. This is my life. Yeah, and like the, the, I think the megalodon is just like I, the 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 mouth of it is just oh. huge, huge. Don't oh, get me wrong. The T Rex is big, but yeah, no, I don't even want to think about that. That that's my worst nightmare. What actually. see? Yeah, Ocean. the sea, Megalodon. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything worse. So I think one of the most places that I would find would be an absolute nightmare to go would be um, uh, a submarine. Couldn't think of anything worse. Oh, yeah. D- yeah. Well, we're going to have to move on because that's, <laughs> that's... Yeah, I can't think about... Yeah, that I have a fear of um, deep water and just ocean. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, I, I, or, not not a fun thing. <laughs> Number eight, Battle of the Chefs. I like this one. This not is we're talking proper battles here. I mean, who would beat Gordon Ramsay? Marco Pierre White. Oh, good point. Yeah, he would. Marco Pierre White's double hard. He would. That would be an Wasn't even he the match. The one that taught Gordon Ramsay. He, he is. I think I know that as a he fact. He is. Yeah. yeah. So you don't see it. I mean, I think it'd be close. But it would be it, close. I don't think it would be an apprentice overcomes the master type thing. Not necessarily, no. No. No, it could go either way. Yeah. I actually think Marco Pierre White would have it. I think he, he, he's he got the experience. Yeah, he'd it, fight, experience. He'd fight dirty and he'd fight smart. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little bit more of a cool, calm customer rather than a... Uh, whatchamacallit. Like, like Gordon Ramsay's like always explode 
I think he'd wear him, wear himself out. You're right. Yes, he would. Yeah. Marco Pierre White would would go the distance. Hmm. He'd pace it. Yeah. Can I also tell you my favourite Gordon Ramsay quote? Go on. Um, I'm going to swear, so apologies, listeners. Um, but it's uh, this squid is so raw, I can still hear it telling SpongeBob to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that is very Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Love it. That's one. That's just the, the way it is. I mean, and then I'm going to skip a little bit down because you've then got Gordon Ramsay versus Jamie Oliver. I can't see Jamie Oliver beating anybody. Uh, possibly Philip Schofield. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be an even match. Well, I mean, if we're thinking of like this morning, because that's what Philip Schofield presents, and on <laughs> chefs on there, who do we have? Who's, there's two chefs that I can think of. So you've got Gino DeCampo. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon Gino could beat Jamie Oliver? <sighs> I don't think so. I, I, oh, that's close, though. No, he's fiery Gino, Italian, G- Yeah, he is a bit fiery and Italian, and he's a bit... Str- and have you watched any of, like, the Gordon, Gino, and um, I can't think of the other <laughs> chef that's with them, um, like, go on tour and stuff like that? Some of the stuff that they no. got up to on there was pretty ridiculous. So I think at least Gino has some weathering, I think is the term. <laughs> some, <laughs> some weathering. It's weathering. Been, you know, lovely yeah, base. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, marinated yeah. by the other chefs. Um, yes, another pun. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think Jamie Oliver just is a bit. Oh, I don't know. I'm just not sure he could. I'm not sure, I Jamie. Think... I think Jamie Oliver's right down there. I think you're right. And I've just thought of the other chef that's on Good Morning is um, James Martin. Now he's a bit more of a lump of a lad, so I think there's he's got a bit he more is. of an advantage there. He's from up north, a bit rough yeah. and ready. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd fight dirty. Like yeah. You think, oh, you know, let, let's get into a fist fight, and the first thing he'll do is nut you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right the bridge of your nose. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Have it. <laughs> Have it. And then, uh, are you saying northern? I don't know if they are northern, it just comes to mind. It would be the hairy bikers. Yeah, from Newcastle. Mm hmm. Yeah, they but they would. they would win because they'd have a, they'd come as a pair. You couldn't separate them. They come as a pair, mm. and then they'd just get on their Harleys and ride off. It'd be yeah. like, um, yeah, they, they they would win. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. I agree yeah, so you, that your one. body would be floating in the Mersey. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who did that? We have two suspects on Harleys. Oh, <laughs> uh, we know those two suspects. <laughs> <We know. laughs> oh dear. Uh, and then you've put like. Like uh, on the other side, like more like characters. So we we've got Colonel Sanders again versus Captain Birdseye. Oh, that's a close one. I I think. I mean, if you base it on their food, like Colonel Sanders, like KFC over, like the Birdseye. Don't get me wrong, Birdseye very convenient, brilliant, but it's gonna be Colonel Sanders because you're kind of comparing fish and chicken. Yeah. Um, And uh, have you ever seen a fish with fingers? I haven't. So, no, <laughs> exactly. Fish finger so on that logic alone, Colonel Sanders would well, win. I do like a fish finger sandwich, though. I love a fish finger sandwich, but I bet you've never seen a fish with fingers. No. There you go. No, not off the top of my head. Exactly. 
No. How would it even make a fist? Couldn't. Yeah, so that's a hun- that's definitely Colonel Sanders that wins that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's Colonel Sanders. We'll then you it. put Captain Jack Sparrow. Now, when I initially read this, I thought you meant the captain from Morgan, like from from oh the from, um, from yeah rum. Morgan's rum. Yeah. yeah. No, um, Captain Pirates Jack of the Caribbean. Sparrow. Yeah. Why is the rum gone? Oh god, versus Captain Birdseye. Now we're crossing over like from fictional characters to chefs. To, well, I suppose Captain Birdseye is technically a fictional character when you think about it, isn't he? Just as part of the packaging, rather than a movie franchise that's worth several billion dollars. Yeah, I think Captain. I think it's a bit of a silly one. I think I don't even know why I suggested it, but I think Captain Jack Sparrow. Even I mean, if he's not qualified as a chef, I think he would win. He's got a lot of flair. I mean, so on your point about it being quite random, I'm not sure which part of this is yet to be not random. I, I don't know. Yeah, did, I don't know did, how I'm going to title some of these. <laughs> I don't either. I really don't. Good luck with that. Thank you. Thanks for that. I'm going to have a fun day tomorrow. Um, but the other, <laughs> um, but then in regard, I agree with you. I think you know Captain Jack obviously wins most of that. Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I watched definitely. Pirates. I watched Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, you will always remember this day as you almost caught Captain Jack, and off he goes. <laughs> Why is the rum gone? <laughs> Which uh, I'm sure some of my friends will regale in the tale of when I when they stole all my rum because I was too drunk. But um, that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when we have them on as guests <laughs> number nine battle of the really really nice people now we discussed this one a little bit before <laughs> Jerry's gone <laughs> this is the most ridiculous <laughs> so We've got the Pope versus the Dalai Lama. And this is why we emphasize that all of this is our own opinion, but also the <laughs> yes. fact that all of this is completely fictional. And we, completely. Uh, please don't. Uh, it would never happen. No. Um, and, oh dear. Shall we repeat what we said? Because this is ridiculous. So I initially said that the Pope was going to win because through the pandemic, they'd been using... Um, uh, water pistols to baptise children to do it socially distanced so I suspect that the Pope's a pretty good shot but he's going to get John Wick with a water pistol <laughs> with a super soaker yeah don't take his dog <laughs> um, but then I thought Dalai Lama generally in flip flops Oh, I don't know if you've ever had a flip-flop thrown at you and it's whacked you. Exactly. Never. It's, it was quite common at Taekwondo. <laughs> quite common at Taekwondo. <laughs> You're not working hard enough, Mr. White. <laughs> flip-flop come across the room. Um, so you have to pull this one, I think. You have to oh. pull this. Because you've been hit by... I've never been hit by a flip-flop. I mean, it's one of those things that it, it kind of feels like exactly how how you imagine it to feel like to be hit by a flip-flop spongy <laughs> no flip-flops aren't spongy have you ever been it's like that thing where you you know like a towel like oh. a and they and like you, you whip, whip the, the towel, towel. Yeah, yeah it's a bit like that that's gonna hurt 
Yeah. Oh, if that's the case, then I think Dalai Lama. You think? Yeah. I, I originally, my original thought was going to be the Pope with, uh, you know, long. Distance. But then all the Pope has to do is lower his head, and then he's got that big hat to protect oh, that's him. True. That's a really tough one. Oh, it's like Pope nice. plus ten armor because of <laughs> plus plus ten armor. <laughs> that just reminds me of like the. I don't know. Your daughter might have shown you the TikTok. We mentioned we were talking about TikTok off air before we started, and she there's this girl and she's going. She's doing the Dora Explorer voice, which is like, hola. Uh, uh, and then I don't remember the Spanish, but she goes, that means, can you make me a sa-? And just off camera, then someone lobs like this crust of bread at her. <laughs> and it, like, it, when it hits her, it makes a proper, like, thunk. And I play a lot of video games. So in, like, World of Warcraft, somebody's just written, well, that piece of bread had plus seven attack. There's <laughs> this piece of bread just dumps oh her in the end <laughs> if you ever get the opportunity oh. listeners go and look that video up. it's on tiktok <laughs> it, you probably can find it by searching like dora the explorer spanish bread girl getting hit by loaf of bread, bread loaf. <laughs> and you know it's it went viral so she's making money from it so she's now doing a load of other ones and the latest one was her on uh, on a on, on a pc and somebody throws a flip-flop at her Oh, it wasn't the Dalai Lama, was it? I don't know. I could have been. It was off ca- off camera <laughs> to on camera. When she's on camera, the flip flop comes off screen. I'm going to say the Pope wins for the Pope. Still there. You think the Pope? Yeah, I think water pistol long longer range than flip flop. And armor. Mm, plus ten armor. Okay. Plus ten armor. <laughs> plus ten armor. Okay. It'd be a um, it'd yeah. be a paladin versus a versus a monk, isn't it? <laughs> Plus ten armor for the Palantir. Equipped okay, special well, hat. I'm with you. I support that. <laughs> I've thought about these things. Do you want to introduce the next one? Because I don't even know where to start. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake, it's so ridiculous. David Attenborough versus Tom Hanks. I don't. I just don't know where to start. Like, I hope neither of them ever get into. I mean, they probably were in their younger days. Oh God, where do you even start? I think you got like the two biggish, like global, not national, but global treasures. Yeah, they are, aren't they? They're just. I think we just have to call this a draw. There wouldn't be a fight. You're right. There wouldn't be a fight. They would end up having a nice cup of tea. They would end up in in Betty's tea rooms in in York, <laughs> in in Harrogate. And I think they would just have. I think they'd say, "Look, listen, old chap." I think David Attenborough would just say, "Listen, old chap." Yeah. Just need to. Why don't we go and have a cup of tea? Have talk some cream out. teas. Have some sandwiches. Oh, cream teas. Talk this out. Yeah. Let's settle our differences over a scone. Yeah, my do you know, do you know what the problem is is if they do their scones differently. I don't think it matters. I th- I think they'll 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 be very tolerant mm. of each other. I mean, I, ca- I, I just can't see I can't see David Attenborough ever saying something bad, and and I just can't <laughs> see it with Tom Hanks. No, I just can't. Yeah, see exactly. It. You just, can't, can you? 
can you you can't even imagine like David Attenborough or Tom Hanks hurling abuse at one another or one of them telling the other one to <laughs> piss off or you know it just wouldn't happen would it oh, I think it's a draw I, I yeah, think it's, it's a draw, draw because they wouldn't even get into a fight and I think they would sort out their differences they'd just humble everybody else manner. that would be there as well that's the thing yeah, like they would so. be the overall winners of just everything they would you know they'd just yeah. be like sort out your differences <laughs> oh we should have left that one to last shouldn't we really you're right it's a shame because this other the next one I think for me is dead easy well I think this is purely because you're a bit biased on this next one so we've possibly. got possibly number 10 <laughs> Battle of the Muppets and that's not Muppets as in me and Jerry <laughs> although we are a pair of Muppets we are a pair of Muppets we'd never battle um, though no we wouldn't uh, it, you've, the one we've got written down is uh, Pepe Le Prawn <laughs> versus Kermit the Frog Pepe all the way oh, he's got four arms He's got four arms. Uh, yeah. I don't know the size differences, though. I don't think it matters. I think because, let's say if Pepe... Let, okay, imagine this. Kermit goes to throw a right hook. Mm. Pepe grabs his arm. Mm. Kermit goes to throw a left hook. Or goes to, goes to do a left uppercut. Pepe grabs that arm. He's still got two arms left, <laughs> <laughs> which he can use to do a whole multitude of different things. Oh, yeah. Smash yeah, you on the bridge of the nose, poke you in the eye, gouge your eyes out. Yeah. Put the palm of one hand up into your chin, into the, <laughs> into the base of your nose. There's oh. so much that Pepe could do. He could do yeah. that whilst with the other arm kind of flick you in the nuts. <laughs> flick him in the nuts. There's so much he could do. He's got four arms. Yeah. There's, you, yeah. I'm going to call that. You reckon you it's think? Pepe? I, Pepe. I think you've got me convinced. I'm not sure I can... <laughs> I can't. You can't really argue. I can't. I mean, you. You know. I. I still would. Say you're a tiny bit biased because I know that Pepe Le Bron is your favourite character. <laughs> he is such a legend. But even if Kermit thought, you know, I'm just going to go completely mad, like you know, when Kermit comes out and goes, yeah, at the beginning. Rah! By the way, like listeners, that. both me and Jerry both put our hands up when we did that. <laughs> yeah. like, I still think whilst Kermit's doing that, Pepe will just with four fists will just knock him out. Yeah. Yeah, don't get crazy on me don't get crazy on me you keep us cool you just knock him out <laughs> it, it doesn't matter how you slice it it doesn't matter what scenarios you come up with Pepe's got this I'm calling it I'm calling it are there any Muppet, other Muppets that you think could even even stand a chance <clears throat> yeah but then it'd be too boring you can't have for example you can't have um, Fozzie Bear Fozzie Bear mm. Swedish Chef Mm. with his meat cleaver right mm-hmm. Pepe wouldn't really stand a chance but no definitely not the Swedish chef would, would, would take it yeah, yeah Swedish chef would take versus that. a chef <laughs> yeah well, exactly slightly out <laughs> right <laughs> garlic onion Pepe you know and he would he would serve him up on a plate he would literally serve his ass up on a plate um, literally <laughs> not even just metaphorically so <laughs> but when you take a look at characters 
Pepe the prawn, Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> Pepe's got it. I'm calling oh, it. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding. Right. <laughs> wow. What just happened? Okay. I don't know, but that was hilarious. That was... Really. I, I don't know how it's going to come across in the podcast, because I think yeah, myself and Jerry probably... I mean, we enjoyed it. So hopefully you've got a little bit of joy of just asking us to ask it about. This is the most selfish podcast we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, this is what the, the, the four. It's all right. It's fine. We'll move on to, we'll move on to like, our, we'll return to our regular viewing, folks, um, or listening. Um, we'll go into our conspiracy theory. Um, I'll, I'm happy to give a little bit of background on this conspiracy theory because actually my worry is this conspiracy theory. I mean, I think... If it's true or not, it's quite easy for us. But um, like, yeah, I I looked this up, Dom. I've got there was one like with Avril Lavigne. This this for me fits into the Avril Lavigne category where I, I literally I did a load of reading up about it. It left me cold. <laughs> I've oh, got really? nothing to offer. Yeah. So I don't for those that don't know, this, for those who don't know, the Pixar theory basically says that. All of the Pixar films, so uh, Wally, Toy Story, Cars, etc., they're all part of a cinematic universe, similar to how the Marvel universe works. Um, and the one thing I've got written down, and why Jerry probably says it makes him a bit cold, is essentially they make humans into power sources, which is the same. <laughs> same. Oh, I didn't see that bit. Yeah, yeah it's the same. It's what? the same. It's the same theory as the Matrix. Say what? Okay. Turn humans into. So I'll quick like. So I, I've I've did quite a lot of research on this because I had loads of time. Um, the witch from Brave is kind of central to all of this. Um, uh, and and you know you start at the beginning, so you've got the good dinosaur where you see the meteorite that misses Earth. So spoiler oh by the way i should probably mention that there are spoilers for any of the pixar movies so if you haven't seen a pixar movie maybe either skip this section or just be prepared for some spoilers um yeah so it misses it and then it's all about how humans and dinosaurs like evolved together and basically it you know by the end of the film it the dinosaurs die out it's a bit sad um then you jump forward to like 10th century scotland for brave so it you know, if we're talking about the timeline. Um, and the witch in Brave, she's the most important thing, and I'll come back to that. Um, but that's when you get introduced to magic, um, and it's and why animals have intelligence and are able to speak on human level is because in Brave, she changes her mother to a bear. So that's why animals suddenly have, like, this intelligence, because, you know, eventually from one thing you get the idea. Uh birds and the beads and all of that like literally uh then it goes to like 1950s you've got the incredibles um and you've got the supers um that were actually basically the theory is they're spies who were trained by the government to have uh powers and then they're all ditched so they all die out but the actual bit that's really important is um the revolution of ai and you start getting introduced to this idea that AI exists within the what they refer to as the Pixar Cinematic Universe, or the PCU. Um, and that's where you first get introduced to, by and large, which is generally the connection to all of the films. Um, uh, and then you kind of go through, like, Toy Story, and they have all their, you know, 
toys are alive again a little bit more ai um and it's kind of the first bit where you start looking seeing about the matrix kind of humans are actually an energy source because by the end of toy story um you then get oh no sorry miss there's a little bit around you know it kind of deviates a little bit and shows that animals because they've come from the bear in brave you know finding nemo dory um ratatouille animals have a little bit more intelligence and are more like human level intelligence rather than just what they currently are um so then it goes to kind of like you see uh monsters inc is kind of the proof in the pudding that humans are like energy sources because you've got the screams and the laughs um this is where inside out comes and it shows how different emotions give different kind of like energy levels because you've got then screams laughs and that's you know all of that inside um so wally is the representation of the end of the world wally is by the way my favorite film from pixar of all time so i love that film um and the ai takes over and creates by and large so they ship all the humans off of the planet during that time the cars become sentient so ai takes over the remainder of the planet that's separate to by and large that's controlled by an ai um which is why you got cars one two and three um and but by cars three when they're dealing with like the oil crisis it just shows that these cars couldn't survive without humans so hence why you know the planet in wally at the beginning of wally is obviously non-inhabitable by the end of it the humans come back um then the, the the animals that then seem to evolve and gain the most intelligence are the insects which is why you have bugs life where it shows how the, the bugs have managed to like build all these cities and 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 come together and are almost like as good as um as humans are um and then here's the real humdinger right so we like monsters inc is the last film at the moment kind of latest after this so the bugs kind of take over um and kill off all the humans that arrived back from being uh, by and large like ai thing so they never recovered the planet but the bugs took over and formed into monsters and that's where you get monsters university and monsters inc right at the end now they realize that they need to power they realize they need to power everything and humans are the best way to power it so the doors in monsters inc are actually time traveling back in time to go and pull the screams and the laughter out of the humans um so yeah so that's what the doors are for um and there's one anomaly which is boo so boo that small child obviously that gets she goes she escapes and she sees all the future and then she to the future because it, the dust of the doors work and then she goes back um and the proof in that is then boo is the witch from brave who then goes back in time again to try and save everything she's that's why she's the core to everything the witch in time and boo the monster sink and the proof right. is is that in brave bearing in mind that okay brave technically came out after monsters inc but it's set before it uh she has a carving of sully she has a carving of pizza uh, of of a planet pizza like car which is from uh toy story and she uses similar technology in terms of the doors in brave so that she's able to to travel to different things 
So this whole like universe is centered around like this witch from Brave is actually Boo from Monsters Inc. And then everything else fits around it, kind of all on the same matrix theory that we have for for everything else. That's in a nutshell. Like there's a whole there's a whole website and a whole there's a 13 minute video that's that's really good to watch. I've just blown Jerry's mind. I think. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. Everything you just said. <laughs> I That's suppose, like, deep. for us. It is. I, do I believe that Pixar are developing a universe that has this, like, subplot culture matrix theory? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know, but what you said was quite compelling. Uh, it's really, like, when you watch the video and you read about it, it's really compelling. That's pretty compelling. I think it's so for me I th- there's a lot of connections between the films and I think it's more like easter eggs and it's like it's like that thing that you used to do in GCSE or O level English um where you'd get a poem and the poem's title would be or there'd be a line in it that'd be like the curtains were blue and the English teacher would always be like oh you've got to like you know talk about oh the the poet was clearly in a deep you know depression because he you know emphasized that the curtains were blue when in actual fact the curtains were just fucking blue <laughs> like there's no deeper meaning you've just made an interpretation that isn't there and i just think that some of these easter eggs have all just coincide coincidentally lined up to allow them to do this probably <laughs> but it's very clever though it is clever uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't read any of. Th- when I was reading up about this, I didn't find out any of that. Okay. <laughs> just, what have you got in your notes? My notes was just kind of a big question mark. Because okay. I didn't. D- it, it was very very vague. All the stuff I was reading was very vague. What you yeah. just talked through was a very specific. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's quite, that has actually kind of blown me. I am actually speechless. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, we'll have to I think look. it's... Sorry, go. Yeah, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. I think, I, I, I think I'm more inclined towards what you just said, which is it's Easter eggs. People have cleverly made the connections. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's not enough people in Pixar that care that much about it to actually I agree. link them. Yeah, they okay. just want to put a load of easter eggs and then people have gone oh because this is attached it's got have you you know that meme of the of the guy from oh god he's in the um the hangover oh zach galifianakis no 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 he's the he's the dentist oh yes the one who loses his tooth no 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 not him that loses sorry not him um the short he's the really short one of the three yeah, Zach Galifianakis, the no, guy with the beard. No, no, no. And um, but there's a meme of him like he's got all these links of stuff up. Oh God, I'm gonna have to look it up. Everyone else that's on the thing is probably screaming at me. Uh, it's gonna annoy me. What if I type in the Hangover meme? I don't think it's from The Hangover. 
Uh, it must be. Oh my god, it's not even in the first set of characters on the wiki page. I can't find anything, Dom. That's because it's not—he's not in the Hangover. I'm not. That's not the right person that I'm thinking of. Oh, I can't think of who's, who's, who. What he's in? Um, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. But there's a meme in front of him, like in in front of like this big like investigation board with all these strings, and it's him going crazy. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I feel like this Pixar theory <laughs> is. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, to be go. fair to the person that originally came up with it, he's written a book and, se- and it's selling on Amazon. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. What the hell? <laughs> and he has a podcast. Ah, here we go. <laughs> yes, 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 that one. I, uh, it says Pepe Silvia. I don't know if that's the actor's name. No. I do recognise him, though. Oh, God, what's he in? What did you search to find that? I just put um, meme investigation board. Oh, God. Uh, It's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's it. Yeah, and the character's name is Charlie. Yes. No, sorry, the character's name is... Yeah, it's Charlie. Yeah, I thought it was Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that kind of thing. <laughs> Visibly stressed about supposed conspiracy theory involving somebody called Papa Sil- Pepper Silva. And I think, unfortunately, massive respect to the, to the, to the person that's come up with it. Um, but I think it's, <laughs> it's just... It's so deep, and it just so matches like the Matrix theory. You know, that whole humans are just batteries, we're in a broken world type thing. That I just like, I'm not sure I can quite buy into it. No. I do need to speak to you before our next podcast because I've got some, I've got a friend of mine who's who put forward a suggestion of something, so I won't give anything away. Oh, yeah, but we he can't. mentioned about the conspiracy theory, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, we can always get, we can always, you just gone through. we can always have him as a guest. <laughs> That would be good. I'll speak to him. See if yeah. he's up for that. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to poo-poo that one, I think. Well, in in terms, of I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, that, that, it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's blown your mind. Over. You weren't quite it expecting has, that one. No, I really wasn't. I, I, someone's overthought that. <laughs> no time for flimflam here. Flimflam. I, I love flimflam. It's the best. <laughs> I love that expression. Right. Final section then. Uh, improving our health. Uh, shall we talk about what we did last time? Go for it. So, meditation. How did you do, Jerry? Not very well. Yeah. So, not very well in terms of I didn't do it regularly. Mm. So, I, I didn't practice it properly. So I wasn't doing it regularly. Mm. That, uh but when I did it, it was it was great. It felt great, and I know how to meditate. Taught myself how to do it years ago. Okay. Um, and then do <clears throat> breathing exercises in Aikido as well. So I did that as well. Key breathing. Um, so I felt 
yeah, it felt great. Do you want to go into a bit more on how, how you more. taught yourself to meditate and what you, what, what, what you kind of process with it? Because I think it's interesting to... It's perhaps deep, but it's probably good to, to do that. We've said such a silly podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I, I don't know. Can I... I need to get my head into a, into a, a serious space. So with the meditation, it's... It's, um, it, it's almost like wiping your, your mind clean like almost like a whiteboard Mm. you just want to clear it of all of the noise whilst you're focusing on your controlled regulated breathing and it literally is just as simple as that then you get into this state you eventually get into the state where slowly slowly you it's like the way i like what i liken it to is when you're cleaning a whiteboard Mm -hmm. and you go over it with a whiteboard uh, eraser and it doesn't get rid of all of the ink on the first kind of pass and you have to keep rubbing it so the breathing does that the breathing kind of you keep going over it and over it and over it and over it until eventually you can't see any ink Mm -hmm. on the board so that your mind just becomes this blank space still like still water and you're just completely in the moment Mm. and that's the beauty of it is that when you wipe your mind clean you're not thinking about oh you know what what happened over the course of today oh yeah that was a bit of a, a, a crap Ooh, meeting huh? i had or a crap call and you know oh, oh, i can't believe i said that or you know all of that all of the everything in the past goes and then you, you don't think about the future either so oh flipping heck you know i've got to get up early in the morning or oh, i've got to sort out you know i've got to do a meter reading oh, i don't know I've got to put <laughs> washing on or do you know what I mean? You just yeah. don't think about anything in the future. So mi- mi- micro stresses. Yeah, exactly. So you, you you erase all of that. So all of a sudden, what you're doing is you're taking your mind away from any focus on the future and any focus on the past, and mm-hmm. then you're just focusing on the precise moment that you're in, which is your meditation. Mm-hmm. And it's so. Um, it feels so good. Hmm. Because cause I've never, so I, again, I think similar to you, this last like meditation section, I, I really, I mean, like the last week I've struggled, but I've been, uh, you know, unwell. So you get kind of stuck in your thoughts a little bit when you can't really do as much as you'd like. Um, I've never managed to find that kind of like flow state almost because I find, um, because you know they sort of say try and watch your thoughts go by almost observe them as a third a third party your thoughts yeah and i find it you know i found it i struggle with meditation from two two perspectives when i get to that relaxed state point i fall asleep right that's 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 the first one so if i do it first Uh, thing you can't be too comfortable Yeah, yeah you can't be too comfortable when you do it um and then if i'm really uncomfortable yeah so if i'm too comfortable then i'm gone like that's it's like a light switch i'm asleep um some people hate that about me (laughs) um the the other bit if i'm too uncomfortable then i start you know when you when they're like oh just check in i'm like yeah but my bum's numb and my back's sore and i'm in an awkward position and i don't quite you know that i've not quite found the right balance between the two um and then you know where they try and say like you need to observe it from like a uh, uh like a third person and be in the now 
I get frustrated that I'm not in the now when I'm thinking, trying to think about the now, if that makes sense. Like, I get frustrated yes. that I can't meditate well. And I'm like, what is it? It's like, it's like, and then I go, why are you thinking about that, you idiot? And then you get into the spiraling loop. Out. Oh, that's oh. dumb. No, 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 no. So, yeah, I, I know I've got a, um, I'm, I think the term is I'm trying. And there's, there's moments where I, I'm, I don't get into that. Um, I think it's that regularity that, uh, I definitely missed in the last like week, two weeks. It's, it's, it's definite. It, it does take practice. And by the way, I think, I think it took me about three to four months of concerted effort when I was in my late teens mm. and early twenties. Each time I did it, it took me months to get into the right state of mind. You mm. do. It's weird, but you do have to practice. Not an easy thing. Mm to reach that state to wipe your mind yeah i mean there's yeah. not much going on in my mind anyway so so wiping it kind of takes about <laughs> five seconds no joking my but mind's it, quite, it, it's quite noisy in, in my head I yeah find. it's noisy i have a lot of noise I, I don't have a lot of intelligence in there but i do have a lot of, <laughs> a lot noise. of noise so <laughs> it, it it's it does take practice hmm. and and yeah. uh, you know i mentioned the flow state you know uh, that's why I, you know, perhaps in the last two weeks is where I've been a little bit unwell and not been able to do as much exercise as I want. Um, ooh, uh, the I found that the, you know, that I've got, got, I can get into that flow state in exercise. There is a point where your pain threshold and your like output like match, and you're just like, I could just keep going and just keep going and keep going and it's normally around about 80% is normally the time that you kind of you start feeling like 80% mark is normally that nice because that extra 20% exertion normally sends you into a really skyrocketed kind of feeling and that's when your energy levels dip but like that thing where you finish your exercise and you you feel rejuvenated after it and I think it's the last two that I've done especially that the meditation and the reading they've not felt flow stated they feel right it, you know i'm exerting energy to try and do them so i come out of them and yeah, like sometimes in meditation i'm really i'm trying so hard that i'm coming out like a i'm hot like and sticky really I'm like, wow yeah yeah I'm, tr- I'm like and it's it's it's, a, it's an interesting thing like i don't think it's a bad thing i think it's part of that explore exploratory to try and get good at um yeah but it's it's it's, it's just an interesting kind of thing that we i've i've noticed keep at it dom yeah uh, it, uh, i mean uh, it's interesting so um l- like i've sort of set myself i've i've gone back and looked over what we've done and realized i've got into a, like especially the last two weeks got into a few bad habits like i'm eating a bit of crap on my food and 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 uh, you know you generally do um and i've just gone i'm just going to do all i'm going to restart all of these again like i'm going to do all of them so Okay. I've I picked I've picked up the book again. Like I've started reading, like you know, I'm not I haven't set like ten pages. I said I'll read a chapter, and then I'll read another okay. chapter, and then just do a chapter each day. Um, you know, I'm trying to do the meditation to so sort of lunchtime. Lunch it tends to be lunchtime for work because that's a good place. Because actually, sometimes you need some time to switch off. True. Um, yeah, especially with some of the people that we deal with. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, you know, and I'm also, I'm still doing the Sudoku's in the evening. 
um as well so i'm doing a sudoku before i go to bed and i still drink the water but uh i think i i've got to find the quote but i think the quote from uh from uh somebody who's actually coming uh who's joining our podcast next month uh she says oh yeah you need the water consistency of a jellyfish so um (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so yeah i'm trying to redo do all of them as well as the 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 next one that we'll we'll do as well. Right, so I will. I think in the next the next podcast I will update again on just. But I'll update on all of them and what I'm doing and how far I've got. That'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Looking forward to that. But you're not looking forward to the next bit. <laughs> Qu- question before we dive into. Who yeah. who ends up walking the dogs most of the time? So you've got two. Me. You. So you yeah. you do probably a fair number of steps a day then with... Um, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. this is I what... I do a lot at the weekends, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can imagine you go all over places. Um. So I deliberately... So this, this month was going to be about exercise. Now... We've done a few, especially the reading. I think was a little bit easier for for Jerry than than my than myself. This one, Jerry fully admits, I think is going to be easier for me than it is for Jerry. Oh God, yeah, you're going to fly through this. I mean, it's not even going to be any effort for you, for goodness' sake. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, so I've got another version of what I've written down, um, and I'm, I'm yeah, going to depth zero to yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, to those ones, yes. To those ones, yes. So I've written down for Jerry five exercises, just five, uh, and a set of ten. So it's ten wall press-ups, ten wall pull-ups, ten seated crunches, uh, ten lying leg presses, and ten glute bridges. Um, And what I'm going to do after this podcast is I'll send Jerry the book that's got them in so you can see the progression um and i'll try my best to explain them on <laughs> on on this uh, normally i demonstrate them that's how you teach but uh uh this so i mean wall press-ups kind of hopefully uh mentioned myself so you want your feet uh you want it so if you hold your hands out onto the wall and you you're probably at like a five degree angle uh, okay. so yeah. when you when you and then you compress your arms so you go towards the wall and you know you should touch the wall and then you push out um and to keep your elbows in as tight as possible so you're effectively doing a press up but kind of like with very little gravity yeah wall pull ups so you probably want to stand um like in a door frame that you can grip like that and then you just want your your toes touching the door frame, and then you just kind of hang. Oh, I and see. And then you pull. Yes, got it. And then you pull. Got it, Dom. I, that was the one I really couldn't figure out. In fact, there yeah. were two I couldn't figure out. That was one of them. Okay, yeah. Um, seated crunches. So uh, the best way to describe them is you sit on a chair, um, slide yourself to the front of the chair, so you you know your bum's just hanging off, and then basically have your legs almost resting on the floor and then pull your knees to your chest and then push them out so you're kind of 
bringing your legs at sort of like maybe a 45 degree angle depending on how how high your chair is um and but making sure that you're using abdominal muscles so this one so you've got push on arms and pull on arms and now you've got abs got it um lying leg press this is probably the most complicated to explain um but the motion is squatting so as if you're doing a, a squat but you're pushing the air upwards so you want to do like a shoulder stand so you're kind of you know your your back is like into the air so you're standing your head's here head is on the floor um so you put your arms kind of just behind your back and hold yourself up and then similar to the leg crunch you just bring your legs towards your face this time and then push your legs kind of directly up got it yeah Um, you'll be surprised at how much that works your quads like even if i i'm bearing in mind i can i my my pb for squat is 120 kilos and i squat you know at the moment i'm sort of squatting 60 to 80 with bearing in mind my injury um but even i can after sort of doing maybe sort of 20 i can certainly feel like just pushing your legs like dead straight in the air that angle really works the quads it's a good quite a good exercise okay okay Uh, and then glute bridges if you lie on the floor and get into a traditional kind of sit-up position so your feet kind of like like in a in a in a pyramid and you're back on the floor and then instead of lifting your body up you just lift your glutes upwards by squeezing your glutes um uh, and that that then so then you've again you've got push with the legs pull push with the glutes but it's a bit more pull uh, and then you've got abs push with the arms pull with the arms um and these sets of exercises actually come from it's called convict conditioning because it's everything you can do in a prison effectively (laughs) um and uh there's a whole i'll send you the book and it's it's it's, it shows you the progression the idea being that you get from wall push-ups to uh one-handed press-ups uh you get from you know wall pull-ups to one-handed pull-ups one-handed pull-ups yeah Yeah, really seated crunches to hanging leg raises uh with windscreen wipers um uh lying leg press to uh single leg squats or pistol squats oh Uh, (laughs) and then i can't remember oh glute bridges to full back bend so you you know that's that's all like kind bridge, of your spine yeah full bridge yeah full back bend take it to the bridge and and this okay. book explains how just and the idea is you start off really simple and you build volume um until you get to like i think they recommend three sets of 50 of like wall press-ups and then you don't move to like normal press-ups you move to press-ups on like a bench so you're at 45 degrees and you go back to 10 and then again you build it up to three sets of 50 at that level so it's all about volumetric consistent um kind of build up got it so are you okay i'll send you the book challenge i send you the book my recommendation is is to kind of do 
there is a sixth exercise um but they recommend you start the sixth exercise when you're at level five for um for the press-up cycle which is normal press-ups um and it's doing handstands with the idea you can do one-handed push-up handstands (laughs) which is ridiculous i can't I, um, i've never been able to do a handstand it's never it's never been the thing but um i do I can't use this do handstands. yeah yeah i can't do handstands at all yeah so never, let alone one-handed yeah push-up hands the the, I mean, the, the, the strength hell? requirement from like chest to shoulders is interesting so recommendation for these i've put like 10 10 10 i've, I've started with 10 but you can read the book okay. and and you you may be able to just if you if you're consistent um i've said four days a week actually you probably just want to do like once every two days that makes sense okay so you'll do four one week and then three the other yeah okay i'm up for the challenge so and just just so it's it's not it's fair i have a similar routine um i have those exercises but mine are currently at level five because i want to build like some volumetric stuff um and i have a load of mobility stuff which I hate doing, but I need to do for Taekwondo because I'm my okay. mobility as I'm getting older is getting worse and it never was great to begin with. Um, and I've made the promise that I will do the same as well on top of my normal training to make sure that I'm building volume as well. Okay. How are you feeling about it? Uh, positive, actually. The way you've described it, I think it's a good entry into that regular... Mm prison exercise yeah and i mean you know you don't want to kind of like bang out 10 for each and then you know do it in like three minutes it's probably sort of a good maybe 10 minutes but it's only it's only 10 minutes it's something and it's probably not something that's going to make you super sweaty so you could be like right i'll do the way i'm going to do it is i'm going to do the exercises and then i'm going to meditate for 10 minutes and that's probably what 20 minutes then yeah okay because i'm going to do these exercises but i'll i'll do them in a very controlled measured way so yes. that you can really feel your muscles working yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get the most of it rather than mm. trying to get it over with yeah 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 and and there'll be some days you'll be like i'm just getting this over and done with but at least if you've done them it's that that level of achievement okay and then i might be able to beat philip schofield <laughs> in a battle yes you will be able to and then I think when you finish by the time we get to the next podcast do you think you'd be up up for fighting Charlie Dimmock uh, no <laughs> too scary <laughs> not even me fair enough have we reached the end <laughs> I think we have wow what a <laughs> podcast I love that Jerry final thoughts Don't panic buy. That's my message to everyone out there. There's enough bog roll and petrol. Maybe not gas, but definitely petrol and toilet roll and food and general stuff that you need day to day. There's enough for everybody. Don't listen to the media. They're irresponsible little shits. (laughs) And I'm sorry, but I I don't care what anyone says I'm holding on to that statement <laughs> absolute they've got a lot to answer for the media 
Oh, I can feel myself getting angry. Oh, <laughs> um, but don't panic buy. Look and and think of it this way: if you don't panic buy, so don't be selfish. Don't panic buy, so that everybody has got access to what they need. So think of others. That's my message. I love it, Jerry. You always have a great final thoughts. Um, thank you. Thank you very much, listeners, to listening to us uh, ramble on a little bit strange. It was a slightly different uh, topic of conversation. Um, please do give us feedback on whether you liked it more or less than the other ones, and we'll we'll balance it out as we go. Um, depending on the success of this, we may either do another podcast like it, or we may just add these to our poignant question section. Um, we definitely had a lot of fun planning this and I've laughed a lot over the last <laughs> two hours and 20 minutes um, thank you ever so much for listening uh, we really do appreciate it uh, stay safe everybody and take care of yourselves yes thank you for all your support everybody be safe peace <laughs>